Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated BF Goodrich All-Terrain TAKO2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Kevin Hart here. This basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back on everything, even the sound system that auto-tunes the game. Curry from way downtown. Defense. Will the owner of a red sedan please visit guest services? Bet you've never heard cash back and sound like that. Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing WatsonX Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with WatsonX Governance. Learn more at ibm.com governance. IBM. Let's create. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Hello and welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It's me, Jason McIntyre, coming to you live from the Geico. Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. I did something dumb, folks. I did something really, really stupid. So, you know, we talked about during the quarantine how I'm a routine-oriented guy and routine. my routine was thrown totally off. Um, I would, you know, wake up, get in some work, go to the gym, maybe play some basketball, go do more work, blah, blah, blah. And with the routine thrown off during the pandemic, I took up running. And I started to run a lot. And it was great. Therapeutic. Great for the mind. And this week it was so cold. I was like, I'm not running. It's like 40 degrees outside. Are you kidding me? And I realized by Friday, dang, I haven't really done too much exercise this week. I got to get out. So Friday morning I go outside. It is freezing. And I was like, oh, man, this sucks. And I decide to just do a quick, hardcore one-mile sprint. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to go and run real fast. 
And within like 30 seconds, I'm like gasping for air. It's freezing. It's like, I, I know freezing, it's relative. You guys around the country, I'm out here in LA. 48 degrees is freezing in LA. And um, as soon as I get home, I'm like, oh, this, this, I, it, I could just feel my throat was burning. And, and I'm like, I had to Google, can you burn your throat running because it's cold outside? And it's a real thing. I never experienced it in my life. Very strange. So all day, I just, uh, you know, I just didn't feel great. And I mean, like, I'm fine. I went out and shot baskets and did my normal thing on Friday. But I can just feel my throat just sucks because of the cold burn. I'm not feeling down or anything. But fortunately, this show will be an easy one because there's so much incredible news in the sports world. Um, I, where, do, where do we begin? Big Ben, as you heard from Isaac, he's off the COVID list. And folks, given what happened to me in week nine, if you follow me on social media, you know, it was my worst week of the season. I had an amazing run. Uh, first eight weeks, seven winning weeks, one, two, and three. And then week nine, we're not going to talk about it. It was ugly. Um, but it was one of those weeks. And Gavin's a gambler. He knows this. Um, things happen. The three worst teams in the NFL in week nine covered. The Jets, winless, nearly beat the Patriots. The Cowboys, winless against the spread, and that was one we called, covered and nearly beat the Steelers. And the Jags, a total dumpster fire, starting a sixth-round quarterback because they want to tank and catch the Jets and get Trevor Lawrence. Jacksonville covered against Houston. So the three worst teams covered, and it was just chaos everywhere else, and your boy took it on the chin. Luckily, I like the Week 10 card. A lot of games I like. We'll talk about them in depth. Um, But one of the big ones is Ben Roethlisberger coming off the COVID list. Now, we saw last week Matthew Stafford was not able to practice with his guys on the COVID list. Didn't have it. Just a contact tracing concern. And then he gets out on Sunday and just totally urinates all over his pants, and it was ugly. And Stafford had his worst game of the season. He ended up getting knocked out with a concussion, came back, and... Blah, blah, blah. It didn't look good. And not being there at practice hurts. Now, Ben, a little bit more of a veteran, uh, but he's got a young receiving core. And I had wondered, boy, this has got to be a bet on the Bengals. So I got the Bengals at nine and a half Monday. Comes down to seven and a half. And now it's at seven. And I took a peek at that injury report. And I said, I said to Gavin, Gavin, take a look at the Bengals injury report. And, you know, during the show, I might make a case for the Steelers at seven. Because if you look at the one opponent that Joe Burrow faced and he struggled he could do nothing it was the Ravens because of that front seven and that secondary they got to Burrow they hammered him he could do nothing Steelers front seven is the best in the league yes better than Baltimore's so I think there's a case for Pittsburgh but I think the the most interesting story in sports today is probably one you missed late Friday I had missed it if one of my buddies didn't text it to me and It has to do with loyalty in sports. And I want to start with the Pat Mahomes version of this because Patrick Mahomes was drafted by the Chiefs and sat out the first year. Second year MVP, third year Super Bowl. And now he's in his fourth year. And the Steelers uh, are really good and undefeated. But the Kansas City Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes are the best team in the league. Let's not get it twisted, okay? I've talked about it on my daily podcast, Straight Fire, that Mahomes is already getting the LeBron treatment. We just expect greatness from him. We expect to win every week. We expect to come back like he did in the Super Bowl. And we overlook him. We overlook Patrick Mahomes, if that's possible, 
especially in the MVP race. It's like we forget talking about him. Oh, look at how great Josh Allen is. Look at oh, Russell Wilson's on fire. Look at Aaron Rodgers. Uh, timeout. Look at Pat Mahomes. Just look at it. What is he at? 25? Is it 25 touchdowns and one interception? I mean, really, Patrick Mahomes, he's phenomenal. He made a long commitment to the Kansas City Chiefs. He said, I want to be here forever. I don't want to go anywhere else. I don't want to pick my team. We don't see a lot of that in the NFL. I think we should see some of it, and we'll get to a case of that shortly. But in the NBA, it is the big thing to do. If you're drafted somewhere, you basically stay committed to them. And the biggest name in NBA potential free agency this year is Giannis. And is he going to sign the extension to stay in Milwaukee long-term? And I said many months ago, loyalty is dead in sports. And I almost have to rethink it and tweak it to loyalty is dead in the NBA. Because Giannis is in Europe, obviously, this offseason. Better place to be than America, given the pandemic. That's mostly faux show, although Europe is getting hit hard again now. And Giannis was in Sweden, I guess, if you follow him on the gram. Obviously, you follow me. Maybe not Giannis, but me. Um, Giannis gave an interview to a Swedish journalist. And he said something interesting that, you know, if you're a Bucks fan, I don't know how you're going to read this. And I'm, I'm actually curious because... You know, you could, anybody can look at two things and see a million different options. And if you're positive and an optimist, you'll see it one way. If you're a pessimist, you'll see it the other. Okay? You guys know, listening to this show, I guess we've done this for four years now, um, which side of the aisle I'm on. Okay? Here's Giannis on my topic, loyalty is dead in sports. And we'll get to the Deshaun Watson aspect of this in a second. Giannis said, there are lots of rumors. Everyone has re- opinions. But at the end of the day, I will do what's best for my family. I do not see why I could not be in Milwaukee for several years. As long as Milwaukee and I are on the same page when it comes to being one of the best teams in the league and winning championships, that's fine. When it changes, it will not be good. It's easy. I want to be a winner. I do not care about the money. Okay, should we take a pause there for Giannis? I do not care about the money. My family is fine and I can take care of my children and grandchildren. That's the most important thing right now to me. It's winning. As long as we can win and create a winning culture, it will be good. So then the Swedish journalist asks Giannis. This happened, I guess, late last night or whatever time last night was in Europe. So your plan is to stay in Milwaukee next year and maybe sign an extension? (laughs) Giannis, I do not know what the plan is. It depends on what decisions they make. If they make the right decision, I will be there for many years. If they do not, we'll see. Now, if you are a pessimist, and I qualify as a pessimist, you see that and you say, well, okay, Giannis is gone, obviously. Like, how how can you read that any other way? He's done. If they make the right decision, I'll be there for many years. If they do not, we'll see. And, well, Jason, you're a pessimist. Why are you seeing that? Well, look what he said. If they make the right decision. If I'm the Milwaukee Bucks front office, I call an emergency meeting based on that Giannis story. An emergency Zoom call. Guys, guys, uh, what is the right decision? What? How are we going to know what the right decision is? Listen, the Houston Texans 
made all the wrong decisions with Deshaun Watson. All of them. And now the guy who made those decisions is gone. So wait. Deshaun Watson is staying in Houston. He signed a long deal. Ah, but what about the NBA where loyalty is dead? And there's nothing really wrong with that. That's just how it is. Things change. People change. Organizations change. The league changes. I have no problem with loyalty being dead for Giannis in the NBA. I mean, trust me, we've seen how many guys, Paul George, Kyrie Irving, Jimmy Butler, Anthony Davis, everybody said some version of this. Everyone does. But in the NFL, Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes, they commit. It's like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm good. We're staying here. I wonder why that is. And I have a theory we can get to later in the show. Gavin, marinate on that. Why in the NFL, if you don't win, you could still be committed to a team. In the NBA, if you don't win quickly, you got to bounce. You got to get to a winner. And I guess the other reason I'm pessimistic about Giannis is if you are the Bucks and you're huddling and you're saying, well, what, what's the right move? What, what do we do? I mean, we got Chris Middleton. Was that the right move? I, I don't know. Is getting rid of Eric Bledsoe the right move? We lost Malcolm Brogdon. Was that the wrong move? Like, what is the right move? And then you start playing with all the scenarios in your head and you go to Giannis and say, what's the right move? And he's like, I don't know. You guys run organizations. You make the decision. And, I mean, was firing Jason Kidd the wrong move? I don't know. They kind of thrived in the regular season under Budenholzer. Like, this is a panic time if you're Milwaukee. I'm sure a bunch of people are going to tweet at me. No, no, no. That he's staying, and here's why. Again, this is, what do they call that? The inkblot thing, Gavin, where uh, you can see something. And, the uh, Rorschach, Rorschach test? Te- this is a Rorschach test. Gavin, when you read the Giannis quotes, what does the Rorschach test tell you? It tells me he's willing to stay if the organization does what is needed to be done. But as we know from the past <laughs> with organizations like Milwaukee, it's probably not going to happen. And it's a pipe dream to think yeah. they're going to be able to hold on to Listen, one of the best stars in the league. Yeah, Cleveland thought they were doing the right thing with LeBron. Hey, hey, we're going to go get Antoine Jameson. He's a 20-point scorer. We're going to go get Shaq. Eh, he's a little past his prime, but we're going to get him. That wasn't enough. They didn't do enough. Shaq's over here. Like, what is he, 33 when he gets to Orlando? I'm sorry, when he gets to Cleveland? It was like a, not a, really a factor. So it was the Antoine Jameson LeBron show? Meanwhile, LeBron's watching Dwight Howard just ante up with shooters all around him in a smart move. Hey, let's go get Turkoglu. Let's go get Richard Lewis. They have a defined contribution, just making threes. Dwight Howard, you do defense, you rebound, they'll do the rest. And LeBron had to be ticked. Well, guess what? Giannis is going to see what other teams in the East are doing, and then Giannis and the Bucks won't win the East in the playoffs. And he's going to be like, well, you guys didn't do the right thing, I'm out. But meanwhile, you look to the NFL... The Chiefs, like, I guess they made some pretty good moves. It was more like Andy Reid is just really dynamite directing an offense. And Pat Mahomes is staying forever. And Deshaun Watson is staying, but I don't know why. Again, if Deshaun Watson went to the Texans, by the way, the the Houston Texans have won two games. They've lost six. They only beat the Jacksonville Jaguars twice, who we just, you know, revealed them to be, I would say, the third worst team in the league. That's all Deshaun Watson has beaten this year. 
and he's content somehow because they didn't trade Will Fuller and they're going to sign him to a bad contract maybe in the offseason or he's going to walk? Like, I don't know why if I'm Deshaun Watson, I'm not angrier. This is a guy who had an amazing career at Clemson. Think about this. Deshaun Watson, undefeated Clemson, goes all the way to the title game, nearly beats Alabama by himself. They lose by five. The following year, Watson, even better, goes to the title game and beats Alabama. And those two were two Alabama teams that were stacked. Go look at the depth charts. Go look at the two deep on Alabama, those two years they played Deshaun Watson. I would guess 40% of those defenders are in the NFL now, maybe 50. I mean, that's maybe conservative. It might be higher. Remember, there was a Jameis Winston defense at FSU where all 11 defenders made the NFL. So maybe 40% is low for that two-year stretch of Alabama defenders. But Watson is an incredible player, and I feel bad for the guy. I, I really do. I, I just I don't know why he's not pulling some sort of, hey, man, you guys don't buck up. I'm out of here. I'm going to ask for a trade. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to get all huffy and get the hell out of town. Nobody's going to blame him, but it's weird. In the NBA, we blame, oh, Kyrie Irving wanted out. Jay, you killed Kyrie Irving for demanding a trade. He was with LeBron. They won a title. Yeah, I thought that was crazy. Um, I didn't kill Anthony Davis. He ends up winning a title. I didn't go after Jimmy Butler. He really elevated himself this year. Like, you got to do what's right for yourself, okay? You don't got to appease some fan base or some owner, or some GM or some coach. You got to do what's right for yourself. And Giannis has got to look out for number one. I'm not going to kill him if he wants to leave. I'm not going to come out here and blast Giannis for two hours just as I'm not going to hammer Deshaun Watson if he wants to leave. I can't do that. These guys have to make decisions just as you and I make decisions in our own lives. All right, coming up next here on the Jason McIntyre Show, Fox Sports Radio. Um, the COVID situation is not good in college football right now. It's just not. I don't even, I've lost track of how many games in the SEC and the Pac-12 have been canceled this weekend. It's really ugly. And if you look closely, the NFL did something this week where it seems to think COVID is coming for the league, and they made a really smart decision. We'll talk about that next here on Fox Sports Radio. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Kevin Hart here. This basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back on everything. Even the sound system that auto-tunes the game. Curry from way downtown. Defense. Will the owner of a red sedan please visit guest services? Bet you've never heard cash back and sound like that. Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. What if AI could help your business deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. 
Let's create AI that transforms your business. Learn more at ibm.com slash consulting. IBM. Let's create. Dad deserves something really nice for Father's Day. But let's face it, we usually don't do it. Big gifts are for Mother's Day. Picking something up on the way is for Father's Day. Well, let's make Father's Day something this year with the Bartesian Cocktail Maker. It whips up over 60 premium cocktails on demand, each ready at the push of a button. And right now, you get $50 off the Bartesian Cocktail Maker when you buy one pack of Dad's favorite cocktail capsules. Dad will publicly love that you saved 50 on the countertop machine that crafts premium cocktails on demand. And he'll secretly love that you splurged on him for Father's Day with the gift of a Bartesian. Because the only thing that lets Dad know he's the worst world's number one dad better than a world's number one dad coffee mug is an artisan cocktail in his hand. Make dad's Father's Day and Father's Day cocktails with all natural juices and bitters without making any mess at all. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get $50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Artesian. Premium cocktails on demand. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Back here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, I did not watch as much of the Masters as I would have liked the last two days. I guess it was disrupted a little because of the weather. But I guess Isaac will be having updates for us every half hour. Anything big develops. Um, I did see that Bryson Dusham Swole, <laughs> who I think that's the coolest nickname in sports right now. Um, I don't know if maybe I don't want to say I started that. I feel like. I yeah, I don't somewhere. think I've heard that anywhere else. Oh, really? So Desham Swole? I can take credit for that? It doesn't even make sense, though, because his name is DeChambeau. It doesn't really rhyme. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> he did it. put on like 50 pounds, and he's the biggest driver in golf Yeah, right somebody told me he was 300-yard drives, 400? Yeah, 350. It's insane. He also— But did he make the cut? No. Well, right now, he's sitting on the line. He's Ooh. tied for 50th, and— he basically is going to be watching everyone else to see where he lands. Mm, that's never fun. Yeah, That's not fun. So uh, Masters is happening. It was a good weekend in sports, right? A great weekend. This is one of those, I mean, this is Sunday. I cannot wait. We might have Tiger in the running for back-to-back Masters on top of the great NFL slate. And it's the NFL, you know, and I know, I know why they do it. They load up the 4 p.m. game so they can have massive ratings for either CBS or Fox, right? They want one huge game that's a great matchup and then two other okay games 
and they want everybody and their mom to watch that matchup. And that's what happens. And then you look at the TV ratings every week, and the NFL's a juggernaut. So it's by design, right? But, uh, you know, for the audience, who cares, um, this whole, like, five morning games, six afternoon is amazing. I, I love it. I, I love everything about it. Now, let's start with college football where, I mean, I, I don't, you know, I know Iowa Sam's going to be really ticked off when he comes in later, but I see one, two, three, five, six top 25 games canceled. Six. Auburn will not play Mississippi State. Coastal Carolina somehow 7-0. and oh. Okay. Uh, they're not playing. Georgia postponed. Texas A&M, Tennessee postponed. Ohio State, Maryland postponed. By the way, that's Tua's younger brother at Maryland uh, against Ohio State. That's not happening. And Alabama, LSU, which was the marquee CBS game leading into the Masters. That will not happen. And I, I don't know. I don't know, guys. Gavin, I got I to gotta ask you, like, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving next week or two weeks? It is uh, two weeks. Okay. So the college football players are largely going to go home for Thanksgiving, right? I know I always did. And then they're going to be around friends and family, maybe extended family. And then they're going to go back to campus. And you're going to have, I don't know, 25,000 people, 15,000 people on campus doing this. The virus is probably going to spread. Like, I, I, I just, I, I'm worried about the college football, uh, you know, leading up to the playoff. I don't know that we're going to get it. I don't. And I, Bruce Feldman, a guy who's, who's come on the show a lot, he's on the Fox uh, morning football show this morning saying, hey, uh, they might push the playoff back. And then it would, what, compete with the NFL playoffs in January? I, I don't know. And now, the NFL wisely said, you know what? If COVID wrecks December for us, we're going to do two. Um, we're going to have eight playoff teams in each conference, which is upping it from the usual six. Now, there's going to be some people belly aching. Oh, well, you know, you can't change it middle of the season. And you're just going to get bad teams in there that don't deserve it. Time out. We're getting more playoff football. Is there anything wrong with that? Who's complaining about more playoff football? It's what we've all been wanting yeah. for a while. I, I don't know who these guys are. Like, if you're complaining about eight playoff teams, maybe the problem is you. And it ain't an extra two playoff teams in each conference. Like, Gavin, turn, I Turn kinda... on some BYU football, okay? Like, yeah. Th- there's some good teams. Cincinnati, the, the teams that will likely, you know, benefit from this, you'll want to see. Yeah. They're, they're good. And and listen, I was one of these guys who was ner- very nervous about COVID before college football and some of the heart stuff, and that has largely subsided. I don't know that there's been any cases. I saw like one story, and I, maybe there's others I'm missing, of a college football player uh, being hospitalized for COVID. Um, and yes, I get it. It's bad. Mask up. I, I'm not one of these COVID deniers, hoax guys, whatever. Um, but, I mean, Gavin, we played half an NFL season – and I don't know if there's one case of transmission on the field. Exactly. Is there? That's the bit. No, I haven't I don't, seen not one. Not that I've seen. And Remember, we were all nervous. I think yeah. it was Vikings Titans early in the season, mm. and we were we were so worried. Oh my gosh, did something happen on the field? Nothing has happened. On and, the field. and and again, I'm I'm a shocker. I'm not an epidemiologist, but 
I would like, and again, this is still a virus we are don't know a, mil, a ton about. It's what eight months in. We're still learning about this damn thing. Um, I would love for somebody to ask Fauci or one of these experts, like, hey, we know the spread is bad, but how is it possible that we've been playing half an NFL season and there is not one case of transmission on the field when guys are huffing and puffing in close proximity? Not all of them outdoors because there's been some indoor games, right? I mean, Colts play indoor games. Uh, Falcons play indoor games. There's a bunch of dome stadiums. And I, I don't know how that is. And I guess you could say, well, everybody's being tested during the week. Okay, fair enough. But we've seen instances of guys testing positive after the game, but nobody else got it. I mean, and again, I know it's probably a mystery. And there may just be no answer. We might not find out for two years what happened with this. And that sucks, but that's reality. Um, but I, I, I'm really happy we're getting in football season. I don't think you guys remember how ugly life was from about mid-March, April, May, where there was absolutely no sports on. Do you remember? Do you guys remember how crappy that was? Just let that sink in for a second and then go complain about an extra NFL playoff team. Coming up next year on Fox Sports Radio. I had not my hottest take, but I I heard Lamar Jackson say something this week that was a little eye-opening. I think everybody was a little surprised, but the parallel I drew got a lot of people upset. And we'll talk about that next, but first, here's Isaac Lowenkron with What's Trending. Jason, you just brought back memories of the days of March and April, those long days when we literally on the air were talking about the likes of darts, badminton, and sumo wrestling. How did we ever make it? Although I was actually entertained by all three of those sports, including uh, uh, sumo wrestling. We played some of those highlights. Ah, those were the days. But we can talk about the NFL today and the Masters. The Pittsburgh Steelers this morning activating Ben Roethlisberger from the COVID list. He will play tomorrow against the Bengals. The Steelers 8-0, and of course, the only remaining unbeaten in the NFL. Ian Rappaport reporting that the Vikings have released guard Pat Elfline. Round two of the Masters wrapping up earlier this morning. Round three getting underway as we speak. Five-way tie for the lead at nine under par overall between Dustin Johnson, John Rahm, Justin Thomas, Abraham Answer, and Cameron Smith. Tiger Woods completed a one under 71 earlier this morning in round two. Tiger at five under par overall. He has four shots off the lead. He will tee off his third round exactly 10 minutes from now. Bryson DeChambeau, a plus 274 in round two. He is at even par overall, nine shots off the lead. He did make the cut barely and is tied for 50th place. That is what's going on at Augusta. Round three about to be in full swing, and Tiger about to tee off now just under 10 minutes from now. Jason, back to you. All right, thank you, Isaac. We will monitor the Tiger Woods uh, round, and I'm going to try to get Isaac to get on board with Bryson DeChambeau. I don't know if that will catch on, but uh, it, it should because swole is a great word. It's so underused. Uh, I, so, I see Tony Finau is going to be teeing off in about an hour. I, I have some pizza money on him to win, the, win it. I have some money on like five guys. Talked about that on my podcast straight fire this week. But I'm back. Jason McIntyre coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. 
Go to geico.com or call 1-800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. So uh, we were kind of early on this Lamar Jackson situation. You know, you could see early on in the season that this is not the same Baltimore Ravens MVP that he was last year. And the numbers don't lie. Ravens had the number one offense in the NFL last year. They are number 23 right now. They're just not as dynamic. Now, I know you can point to the retirement of Yonda on the offensive line. Obviously, Ronnie Stanley, uh, his injury two weeks ago is significant. But again, we've seen a half a season of this Ravens offense. And I think what teams have noticed is if you can remove Mark Andrews from Lamar, his line of sight, his vision, he's not as confident getting the ball to the outside. And if you looked at the game plan against the Colts, I think he threw like three passes outside the hash marks. Everything else was in close. And he threw nothing down the field. Did not attempt one air yard, one pass over 20 air yards. And if you're like, well, why is that happening? Well, I think it's an adjustment that uh, Greg Roman has had to make, given what the defenses saw on Lamar and, and how they adjusted. And I think Greg Roman has adjusted to say, well, listen, we're going to make it easy. But maybe they've made it too easy. Lamar Jackson went on a radio show this week and said he's gone to the line of scrimmage this season and opponents have been calling out his place. Here's the audio. I feel, um, you know, it's, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of with schemes. You know, um, we're going against defenses. Um, they call out our plays, stuff like that. Like, they know what we're doing. So, a lot of that, you know, sometimes, you know, stuff won't go our way if they beat us to the punch. So you're you're hearing on the other side of the line of scrimmage the defense calling out your plays? That's what yeah, they definitely do. Like runs, stuff like that. Uh, watch out for this, watch out for that. Sometimes that's what's going on. Yikes. Now that is scary if you're Lamar Jackson and teams are on to you in year two. But I, I was able to find a parallel here, okay? Greg Roman is the offensive coordinator of the Ravens and very sharp guy. A lot of people want to credit Jim Harbaugh for, quote-unquote, making Colin Kaepernick. He was a good quarterback in Nevada, but I don't. there was no pro prospects that said he would be a dynamic, unbelievable starting quarterback in the NFL. Greg Roman, the offensive coordinator, has to build packages for Kaepernick in San Fran when Alex Smith goes down. And there was a lot of pistol, there was a lot of RPO, and Kaepernick took the league by storm. He fills in for Alex Smith, and he takes the 49ers to the Super Bowl. They lose to the Ravens in a super close game. I think that was the blackout Super Bowl? Fairly certain in New Orleans. Okay? What happened the next year? Because if you want to assume, well, not assume, but you want to draw a parallel between Lamar Jackson last year and Kaepernick in his first year, it's pretty clear that they were both amazing. Shock defenses. People weren't ready for it. I mean, I still can remember Kaepernick running for like a buck 75 against the Packers in that playoff game. I don't know if you guys remember that. It was in Candlestick, I'm almost certain. I'm not Candlestick. Whatever the stadium is, I could Candlestick Park. Uh, whatever the stadium is the 49ers were playing in. And Kaepernick ran all over them. They had like 45 points. You're like, this guy's incredible. He is amazing. And the next year, defense is adjusted. And Kaepernick was not as incredible. They were still very good. They had an elite defense. Kaepernick was very good. He just wasn't 
oh my gosh, this guy's going to break every record that the league has, and he's going to win Super Bowls, and they lose to Richard Sherman and the Seahawks in the NFC title game. I'm fairly certain Kaepernick threw two picks in the fourth. It might have been three. And then it all fell apart. That was basically the the last stand that Kaepernick had, that Seahawks game. Remember Sherman knocked down or intercepted the pass and intended for Crabtree, maybe he batted it to a teammate who intercepted it, and then he went on to Aaron Andrews and was yelling, like, when you're a sorry receiver or whatever it was. Memorable moment. Folks, it was all downhill from there for Kaepernick. Defenses had figured him out. He was not as awesome in the RPO and the pistol. And what are we seeing in year two, Lamar Jackson? He's now saying the opponents are calling out plays at the line of scrimmage. I mean, Lamar's in year two as a starter. I'm I'm not going to give him that first year where he started, what, seven games? We're not giving him that. He doesn't have a playoff win yet. Gavin, I don't want to get too hot takey. It's the first hour. I don't want people getting upset. (laughs) If I ask you, who would you rather have as your quarterback for the next five years, Lamar Jackson or Kyler Murray? Oh, Kyler Murray. Oh, God. Easy, because he passes. Yeah, there's no doubt. Yeah. No, we were talking about it earlier. Deshaun Watson or Lamar Jackson? That's a tougher one. I I would still go Deshaun because of the passing. I mean, that's what it comes down to when guys can scheme you out. You were talking earlier about why there's loyalty in the NFL or in the NBA. or Yeah, in the NFL compared to the NBA. Mm Mm-hmm. The reason is in the NBA, your skill set, Russell Westbrook, that works anywhere. Your skill set as a player works anywhere. If you're Lamar Jackson, are you going to have your same success in Baltimore that you're going to have if you go to the Jets? There's guys like Patrick Mahomes that will probably be successful anywhere, Mm -hmm. but there's no doubt that the coaching and scheme of the Chiefs elevates him to a different level. So Lamar's completion percentage from 66 down to 62. His yards per attempt, 7.8 down to 7.1. This is the big one. 36 TD passes last year. Gavin, he's down to 12. He had six picks all of last season. He has four already this year. He took 23 sacks all of last year. He's taken 21 already this year. He's not even close to the same quarterback, guys. Not even close. And you have to wonder. I mean, maybe Gavin's right. Like, we saw Kyler Murray in year one. I thought year two he would pop. And I do these videos for Fox, and I, I said, listen, you got to take a flyer on Kyler Murray to win MVP. I really like him. I mean, how, how, how likable is Kyler Murray right now? Very likable. Like, he's awesome to watch. Yeah. And he's in a market where he's not in the spotlight. You know, Baltimore is more of an East Coast. Uh, he's got a lot of primetime games for Lamar. Kyler Murray, I don't want to say he's still under the radar, but how many other sports fans, Gavin, do you think would take Kyler over Lamar? People who watch the NFL. I think almost every NFL fan outside of Baltimore Ooh. would take Kyler Murray. I don't. I would take wow. Josh Allen over Lamar Jackson. I, I have no interest in a quarterback that is a one-trick pony and teams. I, my own Chargers completely annihilated yeah. their game plan two years ago in the playoffs. Yeah. I, I think Josh Allen maybe is a bridge too far. Let me see the, the Josh Allen-Kyler Murray showdown. By the way, did you gamble on that game yet this weekend? No, that one, I'm, I'm just going to be watching that yeah, one. Yeah, there, there's I'm a couple excited. games that are like, okay, these are great. Like Rams-Seahawks yep. is a great game. I, I, don't... I did go Seahawks on that. I'm just really? not a believer. Yeah, I mean, I get their defense is terrible, 
but I'm not a big believer in the Rams offense. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Here's, I've, I've been game. burned by the by the. Well, I got burned by the Seahawks last week. So yes, I, <laughs> I went did right I. back to the well. I mean, and yeah. that was Josh Allen back to being an MVP guy. No, la- mean, last week was the week of, you know, bleep happens and there's nothing I can do. I, I still feel like I was on the, on the right side. In in what Seattle? Uh, yeah, yeah, and I was able to trade Josh Allen uh, this week in oh, fantasy because you look you at get? His, uh, I got uh, Miles Sanders out of it, and I needed oh my a running gosh, back. Who's giving yeah. up? Wow. Well, I you know, some people record. need a quarterback. He was starting Matt Stafford, so. But yeah. I have Justin Herbert, and I'd rather you look at the playoff slate of games he's going to have in week 14, mm-hmm. 15, 16. I'd rather have Herbert over Allen right now, for sure. Oh, that's interesting. All right, coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio. So we'll quickly go back to the NBA. Interesting story. Um, I don't know if I want to call him a former star, but he's being linked to the Lakers significantly. And I, I don't, I mean, he's a former LA guy, grew up around here. And I don't, I don't know what the fascination is. Good player. We'll talk about who it is next here on Fox Sports Radio. Is this the theme song, Chris, to A Million Little Lies or whatever the show is? I think it might have been used on some of that stuff, but it's from a particular artist, Heavy, Short Change Hero. Yeah, no, no. It's not million It's just used in several places, pretty, yeah. Pretty big, pretty little liars. What's the show? Come on. Takes place in Monterey with Reese Oh, that's uh, Big Little Lies. Big Little Lies. Gosh, great that's show. embarrassing. Yes, indeed. Great show. You guys want to hear something This definitely sounds like Yeah, the... it sounds like it. I think they, they probably took the instrumental. Um, so... You know, we're looking for something. Now that we don't have to turn on CNN and all these channels at the at, at nighttime, thank goodness. Uh, we're looking for a show to watch, right? There's no NBA. Baseball's done. Like, football's Monday and Thursday, but there's still Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. And a lot of people in my feed, the females, of course, because so many attractive women follow me, a sports <laughs> sports guy. Uh are, are talking about the show called Emily in Paris. And I, I, I'm i sure Gavin and Chris are all over this. No. My, my girlfriend watched it. I was told that it actually the correct pronunciation is supposed to rhyme. So it's supposed to be Emily in Paris. Emily in Paris. Okay, I was unaware of that. So I'm like, all right, let's give it a shot. And, okay, I'm, I, I don't, listen, you guys know I'm one of those few guys who keep it 100. I'm always going to be honest with you and tell you I was a big fan of the show Gossip Girl. I was living in New York when that show popped, and it was like, oh, this show's awesome. Like, Blake Lively, super hot. Leeton Meester. Yeah, I probably pronounced her name right. Also, very attractive. The show was witty and smart. And it feels like Emily in Paris is some kind of wannabe Gossip Girl in um, Paris. And I don't I mean... I, Look, if you're looking for a female-fronted TV show to watch, wait, wait hold on, hold on. Lily, Lily Collins, are you a fan? I, I think don't she's know cute. who I, that is. That's the star of Emily in Paris. She's the brunette. Oh, I thought I, Lily yeah, Collins was watched. a singer. Yeah, that's Lily Allen. Lily, okay. So, anyways, um, Lily Collins. I'm a fan. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't. Oh, we haven't got through the first episode yet. <laughs> it's yeah. been like three days because we'll watch it for like five minutes. It's something will come up. Um, well, I don't know, guys. I don't, I, I, I don't know if I'm going to make it through this one, honestly. Uh, I did finish Cobra Kai. Sick. Sick show. Definitely watch Cobra Kai. It's awesome. Jason, I know you love Domino's. I right? love Domino's. Yeah. yeah. But the real game, the master's game, is chess. 
Yes, chess, chess right. is great. Now, I do. I a, have an app where you can play chess. There's right. a great show on Netflix. Oh, I heard about this. The Queen, Queen's Gambit. Right. Okay, it is so good. Yes, and right. uh, oh my gosh, I, I just you know it's about eight episodes long. It's a period. That's piece. it. Yeah, but I love that. I don't. I don't want it too long. You know, we all have other things we got to do. But um, look, I, there's a great movie uh, with Lawrence Fishburne called Searching for Bobby Fisher. I've heard great about that. Never show. seen. Oh my it. gosh, one okay. of my favorite movies ever. Really, it reminded me of that. Uh, with a female instead of a, of, of a boy, um, and uh, you know it's eight hours long and it's terrific. So who's the female here? Anya Taylor Joy. Yes, or Chloe. You Perry? don't really know her from anything else. Um, right. The cast is really good, though. Uh, you have Bill Camp, great character actor, playing a, a janitor that that teaches her the game of chess, and okay. and she's basically a prodigy, and uh, she has her own battles she has to you know fight. During her life, but uh, oh my god, it is terrific. This it, lead has she has two million followers on it on the gram. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. It's I'm gonna a have bit to like Mad Men follow. in a way. So yeah, great yeah. show. Um, all right, that's good. There's your, you know, your uh, streaming TV show <laughs> advice. Um, so I had teased a a big name to the Lakers. I have not personally heard this. I just saw it online. Um, L.A. kid, USC guy, Demar Derozan. Apparently, the Spurs are looking to get out from under his deal. And, like, I started to look him up. I'm like, whoa, DeMar DeRozan's a really good basketball player. I mean, Gavin, seven straight years he averaged over 20 points a game. He he, just, he only just turned 31. He averaged 22, 5, and 5 with the Spurs. Um, and I think he gets, a, he gets a bum rap because we all know him from Toronto in the years they would just choke annually to LeBron in the playoffs. But if you can add DeMar DeRozan to the Lakers, like, why wouldn't you? Now, my only issue is he doesn't shoot the three. And I don't know that he makes sense on the floor with LeBron and AD because then you're really choking the lane if DeRozan needs to get into the lane. But I don't, if, if Kyle Kuzma, my last trade chip, Gavin, I don't know that I'm, I'm at, that's the guy I want to get. Where yeah, are you but on DeRozan? I, I, well, I'm not on uh, Kyle Kuzma, so I'm okay getting rid of him. I like DeRozan back in Toronto. I'm not crazy about him. He's, I do like the whole mid-range jumper thing, the throwback. You know, yeah. you couldn't get Kawhi, maybe get DeRozan. Um, also, a source just texted me that uh, it, Lily Collins is Phil Collins' daughter. So how about that? Wait, is this source your girlfriend? Yes. She's, she's really listening? She listens, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm embarrassed for admitting this. Phil <laughs> Collins' wife? Oh, no, I'm sorry. Phil Collins' daughter? That the is singer? correct, yeah. Gosh, I'm remember? a huge <laughs> Phil Collins fan from the 80s. Oh, my gosh. Maybe we'll go back a little turn back the clock. Phil Collins. Go download some Phil Collins off iTunes. Lily Collins, huh? Okay. Anyways, DeMar DeRozan Lakers. I'm going to go ahead and say I'm not a huge fan of that. And, yeah, we'll get to Russell Westbrook and all that fun stuff later. So one hour in the books. Gavin's girlfriend, what a commitment to listening to the show this early on a Saturday morning. Bernie Frado up next. NFL picks. Gambling. You got to love it. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Kevin Hart here. This basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back on everything. Even the sound system that auto-tunes the game. Curry from way downtown. Defense. Will the 
owner of a red sedan, please visit guest services. Bet you've never heard cash back and sound like that. Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. What if AI could help your business deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your business. Learn more at ibm.com slash consulting. IBM. Let's create. Dad deserves something really nice for Father's Day. But let's face it, we usually don't do it. Big gifts are for Mother's Day. Picking something up on the way is for Father's Day. Well, let's make Father's Day something this year with the Bartesian Cocktail Maker. It whips up over 60 premium cocktails on demand, each ready at the push of a button. And right now, you get $50 off the Bartesian Cocktail Maker when you buy one pack of Dad's favorite cocktail capsules. Dad will publicly love that you saved 50 on the countertop machine that crafts premium cocktails on demand. And he'll secretly love that you splurged on him for Father's Day with the gift of a Bartesian. Because the only thing that lets Dad know he's the world's number one dad better than a world's number one dad coffee mug is an artisan cocktail in his hand. Make dad's Father's Day and Father's Day cocktails with all natural juices and bitters without making any mess at all. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get $50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Artesian, premium cocktails on demand. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. Hour number two here on Fox Sports Radio. It's me, ladies and gentlemen, Jason McIntyre, coming to you live. From the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. One hour to college football kicking off. Uh, I mean, whatever the schedule is. We will dig into that a little bit later. We'll do a lot more on this Russell Westbrook trade chatter. We already covered Emily in Paris. Uh, So we don't need to revisit that. But let's get our number two started with a guy who's been on the show a bunch. You know him from straight out of Vegas. And um, who better to bring in and discuss week 10 in the NFL with than Bernie Frado? Bernie, how are you, man? Hey, Jason. Uh, Good morning. I want to give you a top props to tell you why I've been listening. And, you know, there's an old comedian by the name of Milton Berle who once said, he liked to bet a lot. He once said, 
I'm going to the track tomorrow. I hope I break even. I could use the money. What's the moral of the story? Uh, six, seven weeks ago when I was on your show, you were Parker Lewis can't lose. Uh, and then you candidly admitted that week nine was a little rough. And by the way, don't feel like the Lone Ranger. It was rough for me, too. And there's the moral. Folks, there's going to be those weekends where things don't go your way. Stay calm. Don't endanger your bankroll. Continue to exercise good decisions based on the best information you can give and allow the process to work for you. I know that sounds like a cliche, no, but you got to be in this for the long haul. 100% right, Bernie. And, and I will, uh, you, you know, I'll be honest with you. You were right. I was on fire earlier. I was, you know, I'm in the circle $1.4 million contest. I got up to 118th. And last weekend, it was my worst weekend I've ever had in the contest. It, it just went poorly. You know, I regretted some of my picks when I put them in. But, Bernie, let, let's start here, okay? One issue I've had this season is I see steam. Um, and for the people who don't know the terminology, that means a lot of money coming in on one team to drive it up uh, several numbers. So I last week, for instance, what was the team? Oh, it was the uh, Joe Flacco news. Joe Flacco's in for Darnold. It goes from 7.5 to 9.5. To 10, I say, well, uh, the lines are frozen in the contest. I'm taking the Patriots at 7.5. And, and I took it, and that was stupid. And I've done this with the Patriots a couple times this season and a couple other teams, and I was scared off last week. This one hurt. I personally bet the Dolphins, and on accident, Bernie, I said, oh, I got, I got to pull the Dolphins out. All the money is on Arizona. Oh, we lost Bernie. Dang it. I was explaining, uh, you know, steam with Bernie and uh, my my fear. So, uh, like, listen, guys, I got to be honest. You cannot be scared off by what you see in the market. This applies to gambling. Uh, this applies to the stock market. Obviously, you don't want to chase a bunch of nonsense going out there in the market. Um, and I've got caught doing it. And I'm not doing it this week. I'm absolutely not doing it. And And the team I talked about at the outset was the Cincinnati Bengals. They were nine-and-a-half-point dogs on Sunday night, and this instantly, instantly craters. So, Bernie, the Bengals were nine-and-a-half on the look-ahead. And because the Steelers, as we knew, they looked very poor against Dallas, okay? We knew that was a flat spot for them after three. That was the third straight road game. And it goes down to seven-and-a-half, seven, Ben COVID concerns. I don't want to chase the steam in Cincinnati. I almost think Pittsburgh is the smart play here. Have you looked at the Bengals' injury report? No, you bring up a lot of excellent points. And what you're seeing is people overthinking this game because Pittsburgh's come off three close, tough games oh, yeah. at Tennessee, at Baltimore, and at Dallas. And so are they battle-weary? I don't know. And one of the things we talked about a minute ago is to be selective. And when I handicap a board, I eliminate games that I want nothing to do with. And frankly, that's one of them, Jason, because I see two or three or four of the games on the board that are far more enticing to me, that offer far more value, and not for nothing, this has been one of the toughest years to handicap ever. And I'll tell you why. In addition to the COVID situation, you're playing with no fans. Basically no fans. How has that manifested itself? Well, Jason, in the last 20 years, road teams blindly, if you bet them, they only won 42% of the time. This year in 2020, road teams are winning 51% of the time. Mm. So that's a big move. Secondly, because we, and I know we talked about this earlier in the year, they're not calling holding and they're not calling as many penalties as they used to. That has greatly affected the totals. If you blindly bet totals since week one, you'd be 56% to the over if you just bet overs. And what's interesting is totals 
that have a total amount of 53 or more, they're 67% to the wow. over. It's amazing. So then all of a sudden, you look to Buffalo, Arizona. That's 56. Seattle Rams, 55. And, they're, and you try to do as best homework as you can. And to your point about steam earlier, before I got cut off, I apologize. I don't know what happened there. People chase a game because they get caught up in the groupthink echo chamber and they allow someone else's opinion to override their own research. And over the long haul, that's a death knell. Yeah, so those are great numbers. Now, Bernie, I will say this. One, and again, I'm not a trend guy. Obviously, people like trends because they can latch on to numbers. But divisional underdogs this year have been lights out. Uh, I do some stuff for Fox Sports Digital, and I've got like a research guy, and they're like, oh, he'll get you anything. Divisional underdogs, 29 and 15 against the spread, 15 and 4 in the last three weeks. Now, I think this kind of plays into your whole home team is irrelevant. Uh, no preseason, but the familiarity of the underdogs in the division. Now, there's a lot of divisional underdogs this week. Um, st- the Steelers-Bengals is one of them. Uh, you could, you go up and down the list, Bernie, and it's like, whoa. Uh, do Now, do I want to get on board with that trend? Or we know markets tend toward efficiency. Eventually, this will catch up, and this 15-4 and four streak in the last three weeks is not going to last. So, are there any divisional dogs you look at this week, whether it's the New York Giants, uh, the Panthers, uh, maybe the Broncos? Anything jump out at you from a divisional standpoint? I, I'm looking at uh, one for sure, and I want to piggyback on a point you made, which is a good one. Don't just blindly look at trends and trust them because they have to have a context, okay? You can't say, well, you know, Baltimore is 8-0 against the spread two weeks after a, a, a solar eclipse if it's followed by Halloween. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> but think about what you said uh, about the Pittsburgh game because you are, have been very observant, and while you're not ready to get on Cincinnati, maybe it's because you've noticed that Pittsburgh's going to hit Joe Burrow more than Rocky Balboa. They're not going to protect him. Pittsburgh is number one in tackles for loss, number one in QB hits, number one in sacks. So there you have it. But you've also got a situation where Cincinnati in the last three years has been 7-0 against the spread on the road as a dog week 10 out. Okay, does that have a context? Only the context would be is that you're always getting value with them. Maybe at 7.5 or 7, this line is too heavy. Maybe it should have been 6 or 4.5. There's where the context comes in. But back to the one divisional dog, and I know I'm going against Colin Coward here. I don't like that. But Tuesday I grabbed Carolina plus 7 because mm. this, this is real for me, Jason. Teddy Bridgewater is 32-11 and 11 against the spread in his career period, 11-1 and one after a loss. And I think Matt Rule's done a sensational job there. And I know what Tom Brady's record is coming in after a loss. But all of those stats were accumulated with New England. So I think the situation here is small play on Carolina. And as I look over the rest of the board, one of the games that really intrigues me a lot is Philadelphia as a road favorite over the New York Giants. Hmm. You've got a situation where this is a terrible, terrible matchup for the Giants, Jason. I'll tell you why. When you pair Philly's offense versus uh, the Giants' defense, uh, excuse me, I did that backwards. I apologize. You paired New York's offense versus Philly's defense. Philly's defense is in terms of allowing yards per game, pass yards per game, yards per play, and sacks ranks fourth, fourth, and third in those categories. Meanwhile, the Giants on the reverse end of those is 30th, 30th, and 31st in all those categories. I don't see how the Giants are going to be able to score any points. Last week, Daniel Jones, who I like, 
didn't turn the ball over once. I don't think that can continue two weeks in a row. The other situation is teams coming off three straight home games, just Philadelphia, they're 7-2 and two against the spread in the last 20 years. They've rested, they've been home, and that's a division that's wide open for the taking, and I think it's a bad matchup for the New York Giants. So, okay, uh, I, you're giving out great stuff, Bernie Frado, straight out of Vegas. Bernie, let's go back to Tampa Bay and Carolina. So yeah. I look at Carolina, and I know Teddy Bridgewater, all he does is cover, Teddy covers, whatever. Uh, he's been good. Listen, he, he's been great. Um, but when he struggled is when he's under pressure. Uh, when you look at the under pressure stats from Pro Football Focus, Bridgewater's dead last. Tied for the league in interceptions when under pressure. Five picks, zero touchdowns, 58% completions when under pressure. What do the Bucks do? They pressure the quarterback. Okay, what did they do in the first meeting with Teddy Bridgewater? Five sacks, forced four interceptions. Bridgewater, they were down 21 nothing in that game in the first half. It was a bloodbath, and then they took their foot off the gas. Teddy kind of came back a little bit, and the Bucks still covered on that four-net long touchdown run. I just We've seen him struggle under pressure. The Bears sacked him four times, and he turned the ball over, and they lost. Uh, the Falcons got to him three times, knocked him out of the game briefly, and they lost. If you pressure Bridgewater, he's just not as good. And, I mean, Tampa's one of the – I think they've blitzed either most or second most in, in the league, uh, somewhere in top five. And I just worry about Bridgewater. So I'm I'm on Tampa, actually. You definitely took Carolina? I took it for a half unit Wednesday, plus seven. And those are all excellent counterpoints. And what Wait, actually, to- sorry, sorry. Seven's way better. The number I have is six for Tampa. So uh, and, seven's and, much better, yeah. And I got it Tuesday. Uh, here's what got me on the game, because I always look for that, what I call the clincher or the deciding factor. In the last two weeks, Jason – Tampa's defense seems to have slipped just a titch. Here's why I say that. Two weeks ago against the New York Giants on Monday night, they allowed a season-high 357 yards. Then they followed that up last week by allowing 420 yards to the Saints. Mm. That's a trend that's going in the wrong direction. And so we've got counterpoint. I feel I'm getting value on the line. It's certainly not my number one play, and I wouldn't be surprised, Jason, if you're dancing in the aisles, you got a nice no, rock. No, no. You know, so I'm just, this is what I really enjoy, an enlightened exchange of information yeah. because you have some things that drove you to the game and I got some things that drove me to the game and one of us, you know, will yeah. be right and we'll move on. Well, what I, I like, all- yeah, what I like about your point is that, and and, I, and again, the last two weeks, well, what is, what's happened? Vita Vea is gone and maybe the opponents have adjusted yes. and seen something in the Tampa defense. Uh, I I thought the Giants game was just like, a, oh, we're, we don't care about the Giants. We're focused on uh, the Saints. But it could be a Vita Vea thing. That's a, that's a great observation by you. Let me go to another game, Bernie. Um, I, I, and I know some of these close games, there's three of them this week, where it's like, man, you got to find something else on the board. Uh, the Rams-Seattle, I'm not touching that one. But it's the Buffalo-Arizona game. And for whatever reason, I like Arizona a lot in this spot. Where are you on this game? So uh, real quickly, uh, just uh, not for nothing, in the last five years after the after a loss, if you blindly bet the Seahawks, they won outright 83% of their time, and they're getting a couple of points. The Buffalo-Arizona game, to me, looks like it's going to be a back-and-forth over, just like the Buffalo-Seattle game last week. I see this game getting into the 60s. Yeah. Kyler Murray is continuing to be a dangerous dual threat. And he, uh, you know, ran for 100 yards and passed for 283 yards last week. And, you know, I think Arizona's coming off of what they would consider to be 
a bad beat, a game they could have won. They outgained the Miami Dolphins by 180 yards but lost that game. So you've got a situation now. They're coming off a loss. The momentum to me would be with Arizona. I'm not on the game, but I do like the over. Okay, so let's go back to that other one then, Seattle and uh, the Rams. So I think this is fascinating because you just said 83% of the time off a loss they win. and That's right. I, I mean, I'm with you on that now, but the opponent here, I you know, the, the, you're, a, you're a Vegas guy. Styles make fights, right? We know what uh, the Rams do, and their offense, for whatever reason, has really moved the ball easily on Pete Carroll. In the last five meetings, the Rams have won four of them. And Seattle's been the better team mostly. I know the Rams did go to the Super Bowl one year. But McVay, for whatever reason, can really roll through Seattle and Pete Carroll. And the one loss, I don't know if you remember this, was a Thursday night game. Greg the leg misses a field goal wide. Or the Rams yeah. are 5-0 and against Russell Wilson. Now, I, I, I don't know about you, but I was on Seattle last week, and that, and that one hurt. And I, I look at this week, and I'm like, you know, I want to take the Rams here. I, I really do, but their special teams kind of scares me. And we saw special teams Thursday night was instrumental, right? You saw te- uh, Tennessee well, yeah. 30th in the league in special teams, and they had a bad punt, a punt blocked, and a missed field goal. I can see special teams biting the Rams. Remember, the Dolphins ran a punt back against them for a touchdown. You just can't have that stuff and expect to win these big, close games. So here's a couple of data points as we analyze this game, and as you know, Jason, Seattle's got the worst defense in the league. They're surrendering 460 yards per game. They couldn't stop a nosebleed. And when they started off 4-0 and then 5-0, we knew this couldn't continue. It's not sustainable. But coming off a loss, and by the way, not for nothing, what hasn't been reported, the Rams have accumulated more travel miles and frequent flyer miles than several other teams combined. And I'm told there's a real fatigue within that organization. They've had four East Coast trips this yeah. year. Now, I know they were coming off a bye, but regardless, I still think there's fatigue. But here's what makes me lean Seattle, even though I haven't fired on the game yet. Russell Wilson has been an absolute magician. Not only is he 26-12 and 12 against the spread in his career as a dog, period, but he's 13-1 and one straight up and 10-1, and 10-1-3 with three pushes against the spread coming off a loss, especially when they're seeking revenge. They lost to the Rams before. They're 5-0. and oh, in division duels in these situations. It's just hard for me to go off that. Anytime Russell Wilson is getting points, you remember they were laying them last week. Yes. So here's a situation now where they're getting points against a divisional dog, and history takes me to a situation where Russell brings a little bit extra. So it just feels like one of those games where Seattle hangs around, hangs around, they trade blows, and then he goes on to one of his patented drives and they steal it late. I just can't lay points when Russell Wilson is involved. As a matter of fact, Jason, I probably will fire on this game. Okay, wait, wait, wait. We'll before you fire, Bernie, I, I, a couple injuries for Seattle. I, I'm just, I just Googled this, okay? Seattle's two starting cornerbacks, Shaq Griffin and Dunbar, are out, okay? Dunbar got humiliated by Diggs on, uh, on Sunday. I mean, it was embarrassing in the slot, outside, and anywhere. Uh, there was a breakdown by uh, Daniel Jeremiah, NFL Network, on social media. Like, I mean, Diggs annihilated him. So both Seattle's starting cornerbacks are out. And you're like, okay, fine, well— who cares? Cup and Woods, whatever. This is big. Seattle's starting center is out. His backup is making his first career start. Somebody named Kyle Fuller. And, it, you know, okay, his first career start. He's going against Aaron Donald, who leads the league in hurries. He leads the league. I think he's tied in sacks, number one. And you could say, fine, we'll double-team him. And, Bernie, I, I gave this stat out on, on, on Fox. Um, 
Aaron Donald has been more double teamed more than any player in the league, and he's still having a dominant season. I don't know now. How how do you factor in injuries? How, I mean, like an Aaron Donald against a Seattle backup center making his first start. Holy hell! Well, first of all, you're spot on. Uh, a center is the quarterback's eyes and ears. They call plays. They read defenses. They make pre-snap reads. And that will get me off the game. Now, a center is typically not worth any points. Only Russell, If Russell Wilson weren't playing, he's become so dynamic, he's worth eight points in the line. So I don't know that it's going to move the line. I will watch it. But thanks to that green information, I will, not, I will stay off that game because there's simply better ones. Injuries are case-by-case situation. A couple of corners, given the way Seattle's defense is played, that doesn't worry me. But a center, brand new, going on the road, the only take saving racers and no fans, so they'll be able to hear themselves think. But I don't want to get involved in that game. Yeah. Again, because there's better games. Yeah. There's just better games. And one of the other games I want to get to, because everybody is in love with Miami, and they should be. Mm. Who, doesn't like what, who doesn't like what Tua is doing? Love the guy. 2-0 in his first two starts. Who doesn't love what Brian Flores is doing? After week five last year, they were – they were being touted as the worst team of all time. Now they might be a playoff team. Here's what concerns me. They go up against a very dangerous L.A. Chargers team. And in the last two games, again, this concerns me about the Dolphins. Even though they won their last two against the Rams in Arizona, they were out-yarded by 460 yards. That's a problem. So the Chargers are going to move the ball. And they've actually led in every game this year, the Chargers, but they've managed to become their own worst enemy and choke it down late. I think you've got a situation now where they've got two on film a little bit, and Justin Herbert is becoming a star. I think he's going to absolutely move the ball and put up big numbers. And the Bolts, as bad as they are, they're 6-0 and against the spread in the last two years as road dogs of fewer than seven points. I think there's real value on the Chargers, and yet everybody's talking about the Dolphins. Yeah, I, I, I had like the Dolphins. I think I'm going to punt on that now. All right, Bernie Frado. Straight out of Vegas. Bernie, we could do this all day. I love it. Uh, Thanks for the great insight. Great luck this weekend, buddy. Jason, good to be with you. Thanks so much. All right, Bernie. Thanks a lot. Uh, Bernie Frado, straight out of Vegas. That guy's good. He's got some really good information. And I could honestly bat that around all hour. All right, coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio, uh, Russell Westbrook wants out. Does anybody want him? That's next here on Fox Sports Radio. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Hey, it's Kevin Hart. In this basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back all my game tickets. Plus, tickets for 23 of my biggest fans to cheer me on while I enjoy the game. I appreciate the support, people. Eat that pretzel. This will never get old. Use more napkins. Okay, this is starting to get old. Say the tagline. Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code, a lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant, AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. 
Learn more at ibm.com slash codeassistant. IBM. Let's create. Father's Day is coming. A day we celebrate the guy who's always there for us. To crack a dad joke. Well, you know what's not a dad joke? Getting $50 off the Bartesian Premium Cocktail Maker with the purchase of his favorite cocktail capsule pack. $50 off. No dad joke. See, this is a dad joke. I lost my glasses today, and guess who I bumped into? Everyone. But the Bartesian cocktail maker? It's no joke. Each cocktail capsule contains real fruit juices and all-natural bitters, so Dad can make over 60 premium cocktails he loves. Sidecars, old fashions, gimlets, all with the push of a button. So, for the dad who loves a cocktail with friends and a good joke from time to time, get the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. $50 off now until Father's Day. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get 50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. Back here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Great stuff from Bernie Frado. On NFL Week 10. Listen, I like this week. Uh, I also like sparring with people about the games. The back and forth is fun. Uh, We actually ran a little long, so we can't get to Russell Westbrook now. We're just going to go right to Isaac. And we got another guest coming up. Here's Isaac Lowenkron with what's trending in sports. All righty, Jason. The Steelers this morning activating Ben Roethlisberger from the COVID list. He will play tomorrow against the Bengals. The Steelers, the only remaining unbeaten team in the league at 8-0. Ian Rappaport reporting this morning, the Vikings have released guard Pat Elfline. Round two of the Masters finished up earlier this morning, and round three already underway. There is a five-way tie for the lead at nine under par overall between Dustin Johnson, John Rahm, Justin Thomas, Abraham Anser, and Cameron Smith. Tiger Woods today has parred his first two holes of round three, so he remains at five under par overall, four shots off the lead. Bryson DeChambeau is at even par overall, so he is at nine shots off the lead. He did make the cut despite shooting a two over 74 in the second round. Today's college football kicks off at the top of the hour. Ninth-ranked Miami at Virginia Tech. Standout tight end Brevin Jordan is available for the Hurricanes today, but Miami has listed 13 players as unavailable for their game at Virginia Tech. Jason, all yours. Thank you, Isaac. Back here on Fox Sports Radio, it's me, 
Jason McIntyre coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 1-800-947-AUTO. Only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Our next guest, uh, Philly Guy, covers the Eagles. And the Eagles, man, that's a team I like this weekend. They're finally getting healthy. John McMullen, Eagles insider. John, how are you today? Uh, doing well. Thanks for having me, Jason. Yeah, it's good to hear. And, uh, you know, it's like you're doing well. The Eagles are doing well. I read, John, that this is the healthiest they will have been since the season opener. I guess uh, Alshon's back, uh, offensive line getting healthy. Uh, my guy, Miles Sanders in fantasy. Uh, t- t- how good of a bye week? No no team's had this good of a bye week, have they? Well, probably not from a health standpoint. But you can look at it a couple ways. That's because the Eagles had so many players out to begin <laughs> with. Uh, so, and, and by the way, you know, they're getting them all back at once. Uh, I mean, Dallas Goddard, Jalen Rager were back before the bye. Now, as you mentioned, Miles Sanders, Lane Johnson's going to play, but he's still got issues with his ankle. Isaac Sayamala will probably uh, be activated today off injured reserve. We'll see that. The Eagles have until 4 o'clock. Uh, and then all Sean Jeffrey. But Doug Peterson has kind of been honest and all Sean's going to be uh, eased in gradually, to say to speak, uh, uh, so to speak. So anybody expecting him to play a lot is probably going to be disappointed. Uh, remember, he has, he's been on for essentially a calendar year off the Liz Frank surgery. So, you know, you could argue getting all those players back at one time could create some issues just because the guys are going to be a little bit rusty. Interesting, John. Now, I do want to ask you this. Like, you know, Carson Wentz has been dealing with those injuries all around, offensive line, skill position players, and he's been pretty bad. Did you see the Brett Favre comments this week? And I'm curious as to, like, whether or not Carson Wentz is rattled by that stuff. Because, you know, Peterson was with Favre, and, you know, Peterson had to chime in and back up his guy. I don't know. Where are you on the Carson Wentz-Favre drama? Yeah, I mean, obviously I heard about it. I I think everybody has chimed in on Carson Wentz this week. I've seen, uh, besides Brett Favre, I've seen Brian Billick. I've seen Ron Jaworski. I've seen Danny Cannell. On and on and on. Everybody has their uh, thought process on what has gone wrong with Carson Wentz. The difference with Brett Favre is he and Doug Peterson are so close, and I think maybe people don't realize that. So a lot of people got on the media, us for asking Doug about it, don't understand the context. And that is uh, a lot of Doug's philosophy, not only coaching, but offensive football as a whole, he got from Brett Favre's aggressiveness. And those two remain very close. So you, you have to at least bring up the fact that well, why does Brett think this way? And maybe he's been talking to Doug because the two remain close. Uh, ultimately, though, I think Doug Peterson was just trying to protect his friend and his quarterback. Uh, Brett can have his opinion. And the Eagles made their decision on, on Carson Wentz yeah. versus Nick Foles. Yeah. I mean, that's silly. If you want to talk controversy, Start with Carson Wentz and Jalen Hurts, not Nick Foles. 
Oh, oh, John, I think you just started a contract. Is there something with Jalen Hurts and Carson <laughs> Wentz? Is there something there? Well, I, I, Carson's turned the ball over 16 times yeah. in, in the first half of the season. It, you can't do that in this league. I, I don't think it's coming this week or next week, but if he continues to play like he has consistently through the second half of the season, well, you drafted a guy 53rd overall. Mm. You have to say, look, there's got to be some accountability at some point. Interesting. Uh, if you keep turning the football over, yeah, you got to start looking in other directions. So uh, we're talking with John McMullen, Eagles insider for Philly Voice. So, uh, you know, John, I, I, this whole Wentz thing is strange. He still has never won a playoff game, as good as he's been. And we've heard from, I guess, anonymous sources in that Eagles locker room over the last couple of years that not everybody's all in on Wentz. I don't, I'm just curious for your your thoughts as you watch him struggling this year. It's funny. I, I call Danny Dimes a turnover machine, but Carson Wentz, you're right, has 16 turnovers in the first half of the season. And this is a guy who's played for a few years. I mean, you know, Danny Dimes is in his second head coach in two years and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Like, where are you on Wentz? I mean, your your thoughts, not what, you, what, what you're supposed to say as like, a, you know, an impartial observer. Uh, is Carson Wentz a top 15 quarterback in the NFL? Uh, not right now. I, you know, it's interesting. I thought he was settling in as sort of a guy at the bottom of the top 10. Maybe on a good year, uh, he could get up to 7 or 8. Maybe on a bad year, he'd fall to 12 or 13. Uh, I never thought he would fall to these depths. Um, and it is a, a little bit strange, to be honest, because the prior three seasons, he's had seven interceptions, seven interceptions, seven interceptions. Mm. And now he's got 12 in eight games. So, you know, he's always fumbled a lot. That part, I think, is baked in because he tries to extend plays. But the interceptions, that has been the issue. And the decision-making has been bad. So right now, no, he's not a top 15 quarterback in this league. He's bottom five starting quarterback. That's how he's played this season. All right, I'm not asking, I, I, you know, I'm not going overboard here bashing Wentz. we got a large audience in Philadelphia. But, John, i got to say, since Frank Reich left, okay, we haven't seen Wentz recapture that magic. And I know they had a quarterbacks coach there, uh, my guy. I went to college with him, uh, DiFilippo. But since Reich left, we haven't seen Wentz dominate this league. How is Carson Wentz a complete uh, creation of Frank Reich? I, I, is that going overboard? Yeah, I, I mean, I think, and I think Flip had a bigger impact on Carson Wentz. John DiFilippo, as you mentioned, uh, he was his position coach, his first position coach. And I don't know if you know John, uh, but he's a no-nonsense guy. Um, he does not take you-know-what from anyone. Um, and he held Carson accountable. And I think since he left, um, his position coach has been Press Taylor, who's a young guy. Um, and they seem more like peers, uh, seem more like friends than a, a, a coach uh, – mentee relationship, so to speak, coach-student. Um, and, you know, it's interesting where I mentioned all those people chiming in. 
Well, another group was Mike Sando from ESPN. He does those quarterback tiers. So he had an ex-GM chime in who said he's not accountable. He's not being held accountable. Hmm. I think those were the most important quotes, and I think that's the biggest problem. I don't think there's anybody giving him the tough John Filippo love that he used to get. Ooh, interesting. Uh, all right, you got a pick on the game this weekend, John, or no? Well, I, I, we're coming up on 1,500 days since the Giants last beat the Eagles. Uh, eight in a row, the Eagles have beaten them. But the Giants always play everybody close. Their last five losses have been by 10 points. So uh, I think, you know, when the Eagles play the Giants, there's three certainties in life. Death, taxes, Eagles win a close game. <laughs> so 22-21. That was the score in the first game. It'll probably be the score in the second game. Oh, boy. I guess I shouldn't take the Eagles against the spread. All right, John McMullen, great stuff. Follow him, Eagles Insider, at J.F. McMullen. All right, John, enjoy the weekend and enjoy the game. All right, thanks, Jason. Uh, listen, guys, we bring in guests here because we feel they can add value. We've talked about added value um, to your company, to your job, to friendships. If you listened really closely there, John McMullen gave some really good stuff, you know? Uh, I mean, there, there was a really interesting... Um, anecdote about being held accountable. Now, I do know John Filippo. I went to college with him. I covered him. We remained friends. Um, some stuff I can't, you know, reveal. But this Carson Wentz not being held accountable, almost hanging out as a friend with his quarterback's coach now, as opposed to being held accountable. Uh, I think there's something there. You Listen, that, that was a really good interview. Gavin, great find on John McMullen. Um, Again, guys, you got to listen close. You got to look beyond the obvious. Really got to look beyond the obvious. Interesting stuff out there. All right, coming up next year on Fox Sports Radio, we'll get to that Russell Westbrook stuff. Listen, I- I'm not Mr. Westbrook basher all the time. And he's complaining a lot. He wants out now of Houston. And and James Harden, something's going on there. Um, it's funny. We You know, we opened the show talking about how NFL players, they don't really say this. NFL stars. They don't really say this. Now, Odell Beckham might say he wants out and guys complain, but quarterbacks are the stars, not receivers. And if my Knicks trade for Russell Westbrook, I think I'm going to a divorce lawyer, folks. That's next here on Fox Sports Radio. Back here on Fox Sports Radio, it's your boy, uh, Jason McIntyre. That's me. Masters, college football, um... We'll, we'll we'll do college football in the in the next hour. Iowa Sam, I know he's got some thoughts on um, I don't know. He's our Big Ten, Big Twelve correspondent, and there's always that guy uh, that Iowa fan on social media who's always tagging you and like bringing up Iowa. Um, That's Bob. He's my guy. Yeah, I forgot to say. Did did remember there was that a, a election note in Iowa where there was like someone was asked about the price of a bushel of corn and. Yeah, that was a uh, a senatorial okay. debate between Teresa Greenfield and Joni Ernst. So did the person who got the bushel question wrong, did she lose? No, she won. She was the incumbent, Joni Ernst. And she still won? Well, yeah. it's a, You know, there's other things besides the price, <laughs> the price of, of a gra- bushel of corn. It's <laughs> Iowa. Grain prices is going to determine on. whether you win a Senate seat. That's like the entire state, is it not? <laughs> well, yeah, but there's other Go things off. that you're a U.S. senator, you have to take care of national issues, you know. 
Oh, so, man. Yeah. I can't believe that. She, she was way she, off. She weathered that that issue a bushel. It, it wasn't exactly a you, sir, or no Jack Kennedy. Oh, no, it wasn't that. But, <laughs> it wasn't wait, a, uh, how large is a bushel of corn, by the way? Uh, I, Ooh, Iowa Sam. Like, no. Look at that. I think it's like six pounds or something. I'll have to look it up. I do I love, can be way off, I too. love corn on the cob, by the way. Love it. Uh, a bushel. My kids weighs are... 56 pounds. Oh, geez. Oh, so Sam wasn't <laughs> even close. Just a little Sam only there, Mr. He's the elitist. He's a West Coast Iowa. He's a West Iowa Coast guy. Iowa guy. Yeah. Um, I love corn on the cob. My kids make my wife cut the corn off the cob. Is that not annoying as hell? Wait, who I refuse do to do it. My wife does it for the kids because the kids oh. are like, I don't want to bite it off. Can you yeah, just cut it off? Yeah, it's a little dangerous for the teeth if you're eating it off the cob. No, um, it's not. It's called floss, Gavin. Come on. Well, no, I, you know. Uh, You're going to chip your tooth on a soft kernel. <laughs> Some people have like crowns now I'm getting and you hungry. can lose it if you eat on I started to go back to intermittent fasting, so I haven't eaten anything. Didn't bring a snack oh. to the show today. I'm a loser. Uh, all right, Russell Westbrook. Also, no, I can't call him a loser. That's, that's me. That's wrong. Um, <laughs> he's not a winner. He's definitely not a winner. Um, and now he's like, I want out of Houston. The weird thing is. Daryl Morey was like, yeah, I'm done. Mike D'Antoni was like, I don't want to come back. They built this team. They built it to win around Harden. And the, 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 under, the underbelly of this story is that the owner is, Til, not Frittata, Tillman Frittida? Frittida. Frittida. And if, I, I did some research on him this week for the podcast. And he made his money in, he's like one of the foremost restaurateurs in America. He owns like the Chart House food chain, a restaurant Landry's. chain. Landry's restaurant chain owns all these awesome uh, restaurant chains. And guess who got hit super hard by COVID-19 is restaurants. And it's about to get worse. I don't know if you guys have seen the reports. But he also owns the Golden Nugget in Vegas. I mean, no, Vegas is a ghost town right now. Um, And so he's been hit hard. He don't want to pay no luxury tax. So what does he do? He gets a coach on the cheap who's been an assistant coach for 20 years, no head coaching experience. And he gets a GM who was the team lawyer until 2019. What does this guy know about building a team? And I think Harden and Westbrook saw that and are like, oof, what the heck? And now Westbrook wants out. And, of course, there's some speculation that Michael Jordan and Charlotte may want him. And, of course, the Knicks are desperate for a star in relevance. Although I would push back and say, listen, nobody's relevant in New York. The Jets and the Giants stink. Okay? The Mets got a new owner. There's there's going to be a, some turnaround there. The Yankees can't break through. The Nets are going to be the show. So the Knicks stinking is going to – nobody's going to care because the Nets are going to be so good. I would ride with the young guys and, and you know, play it for the 2021 draft. I'm not giving up any good players or draft capital for Russell Westbrook. Are you kidding me? No way. He's just a, he's a, he's always caring about his own triple doubles. He doesn't make anybody around him better. Give me guys who make people around him better. Okay, that's what I want. I don't. I, I you know Russell Westbrook. He's a Hall of Famer, no doubt. He's going to put up great stats, no doubt. What has he done since Durant left? Lost in the first round of the playoffs. Lost in the first round of the playoffs with Paul George. Lost in the first round with Paul George again. Goes to Houston. Barely gets out of the first round with James Harden. Mind you, Harden, the previous year with Chris Paul, went to, was it the conference semis? 
Yeah, conference semifinals. They lost to Golden State, eventual runner-up. And they they barely escape OKC on a Lou Dort miss three. I still remember that shot. And it's like, uh, Westbrook, is. we just talked about added value. He's not added value. Gavin adds value to the show. Just nailed a great guest. His girlfriend listens. Brings up a great Phil Collins, Lily Collins parallel. That's amazing. Iowa Sam adds value to the show. Mr. Big Ten, Mr. Big 12. Isaac chiming in. Great updates. Funny Seinfeld humor. He is Mr. Self-Deprecating. All that's added value. We want added value. And I just don't see what value Russell Westbrook adds. Who's buying a ticket to go see Russell Westbrook? There's zero evidence of that. He's adding value to his own personal case for the Hall of Fame, which I think he's fine with. You know, he got a triple-double for the whole season. He averaged a triple-double. He's in the Hall of Fame. I would much rather watch R.J. Barrett grow. I would much rather watch Kevin Knox try to grow. I mean, if you want to ship Dennis Smith out of town and bring in maybe Chris Paul, you know, on a big contract, I would bring in Chris Paul over Russell Westbrook in a heartbeat. Chris Paul is the kind of guy who makes those around him better. He went to an OKC team that was looking about, uh, you know, everybody projected, out oh, they're going to win like 25, 30 games, will be in the lottery. Chris Paul was incredible for them. Now, obviously, he breaks down a lot, and that's the big concern with him, but he's only a two-year deal, one in a player option. We know Chris Paul's taking the $47 million in year two. But, yeah, he's going to add something to my team and make those around him better. Um, obviously, he rubs people the wrong way. Um, there is a coach or a player. Oh, it's Jim Harbaugh. We know the Jim Harbaugh story is like, yeah, for a year or two, he's awesome. He's rah-rah rally the guys. And you get to year three, four, and it's like, all right, I've had enough of this. I think that's what the deal is with Chris Paul, right? Things were great when Blake Griffin was there. In L.A. and DeAndre Jordan and Lob City. And then after enough of that, I've had enough of this guy. He's a little graded. Right? And he goes to Houston. Nice little run with James Harden. And then eventually James Harden's like, you know what? I've had enough of your crap. I'm sick of it. We all have that friend, right? Who you're friends with. He's cool. And then he's just a little too pessimistic and negative. I got to distance myself from this guy. Too much negativity. Give me some positive. Let me get some some positive energy. Enough of the neggy-neggy stuff. I don't need the negativity. He um, did have the 13th best-selling jersey last season. Russell Westbrook. Yeah. So there's your value. Okay. <laughs> there it is. Thank you. God. It's the monetary you, value. Yeah, all right. That's we'll head right. into the final hour. Uh, we got a good guest. Ooh, NBA. We haven't talked NBA draft. We haven't really done much on college football. Final hour of the show. And maybe we'll go back to Lily Collins because I just added her on Instagram. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Hey, it's Kevin Hart. In this basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back all my game tickets. Plus, tickets for 23 of my biggest fans to cheer me on while I enjoy the game. 
I appreciate the support, people. Eat that pretzel. This will never get old. Use more napkins. Okay, this is starting to get old. Save the tagline. Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing WatsonX Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with WatsonX Governance. Learn more at ibm.com governance. IBM. Let's create. Father's Day is coming. A day we celebrate the guy who's always there for us. To crack a dad joke. Well, you know what's not a dad joke? Getting $50 off the Bartesian Premium Cocktail Maker with the purchase of his favorite cocktail capsule pack. $50 off. No dad joke. See, this is a dad joke. I lost my glasses today, and guess who I bumped into? Everyone. But the Bartesian Cocktail Maker? It's no joke. Each cocktail capsule contains real fruit juices and all-natural bitters, so Dad can make over 60 premium cocktails he loves. Sidecars, old fashions, gimlets, all with the push of a button. So, for the dad who loves a cocktail with friends and a good joke from time to time, get the Bartesian Premium Cocktail Maker. $50 off now until Father's Day. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get 50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. Our number three here on Fox Sports Radio. It's me. Jason McIntyre coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Mm. Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. It's high noon on the East Coast. College football kicking off everywhere. We got Miami and Virginia Tech. Iowa Sam, it's weird seeing Miami 6-1. and one. I didn't know we were seven weeks into the season. I got to be honest with you. It's very strange. Miami, Virginia Tech, once upon a time, was a uh, really awesome game. Good matchup of quarterbacks um, in the ACC. You guys know I did start my college career at Virginia Tech, and I remember there was a Thursday night game. 
Virginia Tech Miami that was just off the hook. I mean, it was just a banana scene at, at, at I think it's Lane Stadium there in uh, Blacksburg, Virginia. Ah, college. It just ain't the same as it used to be. But there's good games all over the board today. Indiana, which I think ended the Jim Harbaugh run, um, they play Michigan State. Sparty, the week after beating Michigan, got pummeled last week. Who beat them? Somebody beat them by a million. Iowa. Iowa. Oh, Iowa's Iowa. Obviously, Iowa. And uh, Indiana, Michigan State's kicking off. Is Michigan, Wisconsin happening today? I believe it is, yeah. Wisconsin's finally back. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, this ordinarily would have been a massive game. But Michigan uh, has lost two in a row. Jim Harbaugh feels like he's toast. And Wisconsin's been out two weeks due to COVID, right? They had to cancel their second and third game. Um, so they, they started the season with a resounding romp over Illinois. I think Wisconsin's going to come in this game and bludgeon Michigan. They, they got the quarterback who looked all incredible in his first start. Right? Graham Mertz, I believe is his name. He went, yeah, like 21 of 22. And then he actually got COVID. The backup got COVID. And then so the they're entire, like, like the whole quarterback. They're right, like, right. we're shutting it down because you have to play, I think, a minimum of five games to be eligible for the championship game. And they're looking ahead. They're like, we, we're going to shut it down now. We're going to get healthy. And then we're going to go out and dominate. And Wisconsin, you know, dominated in their first game. So, well, I, 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 there's a chance Michigan jumps out here on them, right? Because. Wisconsin hasn't played in two weeks. Yeah. It's tough to simulate all that action. And I think Michigan could be live early. I don't know if they'll yeah. win the game. I, I think Wisconsin, what's a, what's a line on that? You got a line? Uh, six and a half uh, in That's favor of uh, Wisconsin. Really light. Is it in the big house? It is at Michigan. Yes. Okay. Um, it, but let me tell you this, though. When they played their first game against Illinois, they rolled like 45. I mean, they didn't need a game to get warmed up. I'm talking about Wisconsin. Here. Yeah. So they're gonna. I mean, they're gonna be ready to go. I think. Interesting. Um, yeah, you you guys can tell I haven't been as locked in as I would like to be on college football, but I've been picking up the last couple of weeks. Um, today will be interesting with the Masters. So Virginia Tech, Miami. Uh, we got Penn State, Nebraska. Wow, Penn State winless, zero and three, huh? A lot of defections from that. Uh, that I team. see them picking up their first win against Nebraska. I mean, Nebraska's offense just can't get going. So is Frost going to be in trouble there? Well, they. <laughs> I mean, he hasn't had a winning record yet. He's in year three. Yeah. I get it, but I mean. He's like the prodigal son there. Yeah, but Mike, Mike Riley, former Oregon State coach, came in and, you know, went, went nine and four. And, you know, Bo Pelini would win eight, nine, ten games a year. And All right, but how Scott much of Frost that was get before going. the conference was loaded with, you know, Urban Meyer, um, Jim well, Harbaugh? Bo I mean, Pelini was in the Big Ten, and Mike Riley was in the Big Ten. I mean, it's always been, you know, Ohio State's been good outside of one year, I think 2012, where they went like six and six. Right, right. They've been good every year, so. So it's a good good, uh, good day for college football. Let me ask you guys real quick, how much have you seen of this kid, Mac Jones, the Alabama quarterback? I haven't seen much of Alabama play this season, but yeah. I, I've seen the stats. I mean, I mean Steve Hartman up. loves him. Steve's right here. He loves Mac Jones. Okay. He's on his Heisman list Hartman maybe today. Hartman walks in. He's probably yelling at people and, you know, angry about something. Well, Hartman. He said Mac Jones may be on his Heisman list no, today. get out of town. I mean, this, okay. The little I've seen of Mac Jones, I'm surprised he's being talked about as a big-time NFL player. I- I'm just surprised. Like, he's carving up a really bad uh, SEC. And uh, let's be real, it's the SEC's down big-time this year. Big-time. There's just not—the level of talent is not what it used to be. Um, I-, I-, I don't see this guy as a, as a first-round pick. I know people are excited, but he's playing like seven-on-seven, seven, it looks like there. And it's not because of his skill level. I- I'm-, I'm not as bullish— 
on Mac Jones as a prospect. I should, I should point out, Jason, though, that the, uh, Steve said that they are postponed today. Yeah, they're not playing today against LSU. LSU. Man, there are one, two, three, yeah. four games that have been postponed. SEC just decimated. And, um, yeah, I, I don't I don't want to go down the coast. I like stuff. Ui Ungalele or whatever his but name speaking is. Speaking of that guy, more. The, the Clemson. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I would take that guy over Mac Jones in a heartbeat. He's like 6'5". I just saw a video of his brother, who's a 10th grader. Um, and he's like a top defensive end prospect. He has offers already from everybody. He's like 6'5", 250 in 10th grade. He's doing a windmill dunk, and he's not even a basketball player. He's just a freakish athlete. I saw it on Instagram because I like Instagram. And, I mean, this guy is a 10th grader doing a windmill dunk at 6'5", 260. I mean, he looks like Julius Peppers in 10th grade <laughs> in high school. I'm not even kidding. This guy is an animal. And his brother is going to be, you know, the real deal in college football when Trevor Lawrence leaves. Um, Clemson's just stacked. Just absolutely loaded. Let me, while we're here on uh, college football, let me ask you guys. Trevor Lawrence is going to play three years, and he's not going to win a Heisman. He's just not. And he's going to go to the NFL. He's going to be the number one prospect. I don't think Andrew Luck won a Heisman either, right? No. Yeah, McCaffrey won it. so weird that as good as Trevor Lawrence has been, I think he lost the national title game. And did he lose? Has he lost another game? That's he, it. Andrew Luck lost to Derrick Henry. No, er, okay. No, no. Andrew Luck lost. All right. So, I, I just look at Trevor Lawrence's career. He's been amazing from the second he'd set foot on the field. And for whatever reason, he's not going to win a Heisman. I'm fairly certain he has one loss. Maybe he has a second. Because he didn't lose to Notre Dame. He only lost the national title game to one of the most stacked teams of all time in LSU. Like, I like this guy, man. I uh, just cor- quick correction. Um, so Andrew Luck, he became came in second two times in the Heisman to Cam Newton and RG three. Yeah, and I wonder what is the what does the Heisman even mean anymore? If if uh, Andrew Luck, an all time great player, could not win a Heisman, and Trevor Lawrence is now not going to win a Heisman, and maybe Mac Jones wins the Heisman or something dumb. Like, what does the Heisman even mean? Well, if you look at, you know, Robert Griffin III, yeah, that Baylor team was unstoppable, and Cam Newton with Auburn, they were unstoppable. And, you know, Cam, Andrew, I can understand. Andrew Luck had, like, one loss, I think, that year, but he just, you know, wasn't good enough. Yeah, I don't know. Look at Nebraska going down the field that easily. Woof. Um, all right, so. Penn State just turned it over. Uh, all right. well, well, Nebraska. No, I, I don't turned think that was a fumble, was it? Wasn't he in we're, the end They're going to review it, but it looked like Nebraska was going to go in for a touchdown. Yeah. They might have turned it over. Uh, what do we got here? North Carolina and I think Georgia Tech. Um, yeah, it's a, listen, college football is nice. It, it's just it ha- it's been a tough go with the cancellations. Um, and uh, Iowa Sam, any thoughts on uh, Cyclones, Hawkeyes? I'll give you you know thirty well, seconds to chime uh, in on yeah, the price I, of a bushel of corn in <laughs> Iowa. <laughs> Iowa State is uh is off today. They do have a huge game uh, hosting Kansas State next week, and then. Uh, it'll come down to Oklahoma State and Oklahoma playing to see who, whether Iowa State or Oklahoma State wins the Big 12. I will say this, though. I'm excited. I think USC could be a team because they got through that game last week. They came back. They won. Mm. They are at Arizona, an Arizona team that hasn't played yet. They're favored by a couple touchdowns. I think USC, if they just avoid these early hiccups, they're going to gel. They got a lot of weapons. They got a lot of weapons. So I think that you could look out. Slobus, he's going to light it up again. I think USC could be a team to watch out for. Interesting. So Slovis, Slovis is a potential NFL prospect. He looks oh, pretty good. I, I like he's that guy. definitely an NFL prospect. Like Mac Jones, eh, give or take. 
Keaton Slovis, give me that. Uh, all right, so it, it, I want to quickly go back, revisit something. We talked about um, Lamar Jackson and Kaepernick, but the other NFL quarterback situation that's really fascinating to me is what's going on with Carson Wentz in Philly. And this week, Brett Favre came out and basically trashed Wentz and said, yeah, they kept the wrong guy. I mean, Foles has been gone for two years. What has Foles done? What the hell has he done? You know, Brett Favre, I don't know why we care that he's saying something. Like, what, Peyton Manning recommended Adam Gaze to the Jets. Everybody got excited, yours truly included. And what happened? It's been a, it's been a total train wreck. Dis- disaster. I'm not listening to these old quarterbacks anymore. Get the hell out of here. I don't care that Brett Favre has an opinion on Carson Wentz. It doesn't matter to me. What does Brett Favre know? He knows how to be a quarterback. Can he identify a quarterback? John Elway, one of the greatest quarterbacks in NFL history, running the Broncos. They can't find a quarterback. It's easier to be a quarterback than to identify a quarterback. Ooh, I like that. It's easier to be a quarterback than to identify one. It's really tough to identify quarterbacks. Listen, Browns thought Baker Mayfield was the guy. Let's be honest. I don't know if Baker's a guy. He'd look good in a small sample size. I mean, Josh Rosen went 10th overall. Is he even in the league? He might be on a practice squad somewhere. Like, a lot of people keep asking me about Sam Darnold and, oh, should the Jets move on? What do you do? Do you keep him? Arizona moved off Rosen to get Kyler Murray in a heartbeat. I like Sam Darnold. You move off him to get Trevor Lawrence. You just do. I think the Colts make a lot of sense, and we can revisit that shortly. But I, I just want to go to the Eagles because of this these Favre comments going after Wentz, okay? I'm not going to totally defend Wentz. And he hasn't been good this year. I bet on him several times. He's looked like total garbage, and I get angry, and I... He's, he's not a top 10 or 15 or even a top 20 quarterback right now. And the real issue with Carson Wentz is accountability. And we had a guest on last hour. John McMullen's been covering the team for a long time. And this is a great point. When Wentz was thriving, his offensive coordinator was Frank Reich and his quarterback coach was a guy by the name of John Filippo, who I know very well. I went to college with him. I covered him. He's a good guy. And he held Wentz accountable. And so did Frank Reich. Since they have left, we have not seen Carson Wentz come close to being an MVP that he was that that year, that awesome year. Why? Accountability. Here's what John McMullen said last hour of the show. John Filippo, as you mentioned, he was his position coach, his first position coach. And he's a no-nonsense guy. He does not take you-know-what from anyone, and he held Carson accountable. And I think since he left, his position coach has been Press Taylor, who's a young guy, and they seem more like peers, seem more like friends than a coach-mentee relationship, so to speak, coach-student. And I think that's the biggest problem. I don't think there's anybody giving him the tough John Filippo love that he used to get. Now, see, that's really fascinating stuff. Press Taylor is a guy who has been with the Eagles for a few years. And he's 32 years old. Now, Filippo was young as well. And, and we know this. To be an offensive coordinator, 
and, and to thrive and to be a quarterback's coach, it's better to be young. I know Chan Gailey's like 68 in Miami. I, I wonder what it's like Chan Gailey talking to Tua in that Miami quarterback's room. Honestly, I, I mean, they, we know they got Gailey because they had Fitzpatrick as a starter. And um, those two have a great history. I, I just wonder how a 68-year-old can relate to a 24-year-old. Think about it. You go to Thanksgiving, right? You got the grandpa who's prattling on about all this stuff, and you're, you're the college kid, or you're right out of college. You, there's just not a ton in common. Yeah, you want to, a, a mind is like an umbrella. It's useful when it's open. You want to absorb as much as you can. But again, you're like 23 years old. And I, I just wonder if Press Taylor at 32 is maybe too young. There's that, there's that fine line of can he get along and understand with the quarterback or does he want to be buddy-buddy with him? I, I don't know. It's a tough one, and it sounds like accountability is an issue for Carson Wentz. We'll see what happens. Big game this weekend against the Giants. I don't know if I'm going to be on them. All right, coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio. You know, um, week 10 in the NFL, Gavin and I will kind of buzz through our picks. Maybe Iowa Sam will give any um, college football winners out today that he likes. And then we have a really good guest, uh, former NBA scout spent almost two decades as a scout. He's going to come on the show and talk to us a little bit about the draft at the bottom of the hour. But that that's coming up here on Fox Sports Radio. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Kevin Hart here. This basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back on everything. Even the sound system that auto-tunes the game. Curry from way downtown. Defense. Will the owner of a red sedan please visit guest services? Bet you've never heard cash back and sound like that. Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. What if AI could help your business deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your business. Learn more at ibm.com slash consulting. IBM. Let's create. Father's Day is coming. A day we celebrate the guy who's always there for us. To crack a dad joke. Well, you know what's not a dad joke? Getting $50 off the Bartesian Premium Cocktail Maker with the purchase of his favorite cocktail capsule pack. $50 off. No dad joke. See, this is a dad joke. I lost my glasses today, and guess who I bumped into? Everyone. 
But the Bartesian cocktail maker, it's no joke. Each cocktail capsule contains real fruit juices and all natural bitters, so dad can make over 60 premium cocktails he loves. Sidecars, old fashions, gimlets, all with the push of a button. So, for the dad who loves a cocktail with friends and a good joke from time to time, get the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. $50 off now until Father's Day. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get 50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Back here on Fox Sports Radio. Look at that, North Carolina to the house. Love this hour of college football. The first one of the day, it's fresh. Nebraska looking good against Penn State. So, Jason, Sean Clifford for Penn State just threw a bad interception. I think I was totally off about Nebraska. I really didn't think that they were going to get up for this game, and it looks like it could go up 14 nothing. Are there fans there or no? There are no fans there. They still released the balloons. when they. Uh, a couple people released some red balloons when they scored their touchdown, Okay, which is a tradition. Um, uh, Michael Penix Jr. for Indiana, he threw a bad pick, so Michigan State mm. still uh still He looked good against bit. Michigan, by the way. Oh, yeah. He's a good quarterback. Lefty. Yeah, he's uh, struggling a little bit today, but. That's what I got for you. Also, big game for Purdue and Northwestern. That could de- uh, determine another contender in the West because both those teams are undefeated. Looks like Rondale Moore is going to play. I don't know about that, actually. Yeah, that's been one of the big things this year. Like, you know, are the Stars playing? They've won without him, and yeah. uh, that's a that's a game to look at in the Big Ten West. Yeah, Bruce Feldman, just to file this away, he said today on the Fox kickoff show that they may push back the college football playoff a week. It's in discussions. They might have to do it two weeks. I, I, I don't. I don't know how you do bowl games. I, I just don't. But you guys know I'm out on bowl games to begin with. Pay the players. Oh, Nebraska, dude, come on! How are you a receiver wide open, and it goes right off his hands, and they have to settle for a field goal? I mean, wait till you see the replay, Sam. Just embarrassing stuff. This guy wide open. Got tipped a little. It might have got tipped, but you got to hold that in, bro. It's cold out there. Come on. It's, it's probably cold. about get, get 35, 40 here. degrees. Right I dropped right that now. in my neighborhood. I'm humiliated. You know, <laughs> you dropped that. Well, I guess I was going to say in front of 50,000, but it's like maybe, maybe 1,500 people in the stands for this one. Um, 
friends and family only. Uh, all right, NFL, Gavin, uh, you know, I know you're a big gambler. Gavin telling me he fired on like a Miami over against Virginia Tech. I'm like, this guy. I, I got to be honest, guys. Yeah, I've told time. you. I haven't been haven't been laying the lumber in college football. I've just been, I don't want to burn through my winnings. And, you know, if you follow the picks, uh, I give them out on straight fire. Uh, I give them out on social media. I, I've had a really good run. NBA was extremely profitable. NFL was great until last weekend. We're, uh, Gavin, I like this question. If you have $500 to bet, one game. You don't want to spread it out everywhere. 500 bones on one game. What is your NFL winner? I'll, I'll, I'll even say you can do a total if you want. Okay. Well, um, I'm I'm big on the Bucks this week. I think Tom Brady, often embarrassing loss. You can always trust him. I do want to give, this is my best bet. All right? It's actually a teaser. Oh, right? I was just going to say. So, <laughs> one thing about my Chargers, you can't rely on them to win, but you can always rely on them to keep it close in a one-score game. Right now, the line is, I still think it's one and a half uh, in favor of the Dolphins. You can tease that for the Chargers up to seven and a half. You might get eight. Chargers plus eight. So, now you're just looking for a second leg. Um, I'll give you two here. I love the Buccaneers. Now, when I got it, it was at five and a half, so you can tease the Bucks up to basically a money line wager. So, so you're just don't. saying the Bucks are going to beat the Panthers. That's an easy bet there. Um, otherwise, a lot of people are on the Rams, including you, I believe, this uh, week. I think I might have talked myself into it, but I thought everybody was on Seattle. Well, that's where I am. I'm oh. on Seattle this week. I'm oh. not worried about their poor defense. Um, I'm I'm more concerned about how poor the Rams' offense is going to do. So this is what I'm thinking. Seahawks plus seven and a half. All their games are close. So that that's the teaser that I'm doing. The Chargers, mm. the Seahawks, the Buccaneers. You tease that. I think you're getting uh, about plus 150 if you do that bet. Um, otherwise, now, now, just yeah. for the casual gambler, plus 150. Um, yeah, basically means if you bet $100, you're yeah. going to get 150 yeah. back. Um, so you're getting more than you're putting down. Um, another under-the-radar bet I bet earlier in the week, the Broncos plus the five uh, over the Raiders. I don't I don't get that. What are you seeing? Because I was on the Broncos like an idiot last week, and every week it's the same. They, get, they do nothing in the first half, and then Drew Locke pads the stats with garbage points. I picked him up in fantasy this week. Yeah, <laughs> I just was not impressed with the Raiders last week. I thought... They didn't play tremendous, yeah. and you look at some of the injury stuff coming out, some of the line issues with the Raiders. I think the Broncos will keep it close, so I like that better. Interesting. Well. Um, I, I listen. The teaser is the ultimate slump buster, right? Oh. Yeah. Um, I, I'm surprised you didn't put Pittsburgh in your in your teaser. Tease them down from seven and a half to like half or a yeah. One. I, I I was a little. I, I might be overreacting. To the, the Pittsburgh poor performance last week against the Cowboys. Yeah, it might have been a game they just couldn't get up for. But I watched that offense, and Ben was really hobbled at one point. I know he had the, he was away all week yeah. because of COVID. I'm a little concerned about how effective the Pittsburgh offense will be. That's Plus, Joey Burrows, Joey covers. <laughs> he covers every game. I think yeah. he's 6-2 and two pretty much this year. Yep. Uh, I, I kind of like the Bengals and maybe an upset special. Oh, upset. Upset. Wow. Now, you're right. The the Steelers' offense is pretty much league average. I think it's like, you know, nothing special offensively. I, I like them to win this. Um, I was, you I was with you, sadly, on, on Tampa. And then I just started Googling around the internet. A lot of people like Tampa. And listen, a lot of people liked Seattle last week. And I'm not going to play the whole um, fade the public. 
I just think from an X's and O's matchup, this is great for Tampa. Um, I also like Arizona a lot. I think Buffalo's overvalued. Like, who's the real Josh Allen, Gavin? Exactly. And I, my bet is that it was the guy who was struggling for four weeks of recent. Okay, Somebody, he tried, somebody tried to argue that, wait a sec, Jason, the, in those four weeks he sucked. It was a rain game against KC, a wind game against the Patriots, um, and against the Jets, they were just thinking about the Patriots. So, like, case, like people are trying to make a case. Okay, so if you're saying he struggles in weather, well, it's too bad he plays in Buffalo. Yeah. It's about to be frigid there. It's November. Yeah, uh, that long-term won't work. They're in Arizona this week. It's two and a half, but it looks like it's going to hit three. I, I like Arizona a lot. Uh, where are you quickly on Saints-Niners? That's an interesting game. I've seen a lot of people, a lot of sharp moves going in on the, the Niners. I'm sticking with the Saints. I think yeah. their defense is better than people think. And Nick Mullins, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just not a fan of all the injuries they have in San Francisco. I know Kyle Shanahan's a great coach. I'm going to trust the Saints and Drew Brees yeah. and Alvin Kamara. Just, I know you're right. The sharp guys, the professionals are grabbing all the They love the, the Niners right now. But yeah. if you look at the Niners, dude, they put their safety just went on IR. I think their number two or number three cornerback left. Sherman did not come back from IR. They're really, really beat up. Mostert's not back. Uh, when there's a double-digit spread and the team that's favored has a great quarterback and the team it's over a team with a bad quarterback, yeah. I always side with the better quarterback. My, my only argument for New Orleans is, Gavin, they didn't look great against the Chargers. They didn't look great against the Bears. They didn't cover against the uh, – who was the other one? The Panthers. You know, and, and, like, these are inferior teams. 49ers can at least get up a little bit. If they can run the ball, they'll be live. But, um, yeah, anyways. I saw that. Virginia Tech. Herndon Hooker. What a great name. Herndon <laughs> Hooker. He's a big kid, too. 6'4". I thought Herndon played on, on the Jets. Chris Dude, Herndon. Chris Herndon. What a bust that guy is. The coach was <laughs> hyping the hell out of him in the preseason. He has like four targets this year. Oh, he's garbage. Uh, sorry. Sorry. I didn't mean to say that. That's that's harsh. Uh, all right. Let's go. We got a great guest coming up. Let's go to Isaac Lowenkron with what's trending in sports. All right, Jason, we will start with round three of the Masters, and Dustin Johnson has just taken over sole possession Ooh. of the lead at 11 under par overall, thanks to eagling the par five second hole. So he gets a three on the par five second hole. He is now at 11 under par overall. Sung J M of South Korea has just moved into sole possession of second place as he has birdied two of his first three holes of the day. So Sung J M is one shot off the lead at 10 under par overall. But what this movement has done, especially by Dustin Johnson's eagle on the second hole, it has driven Tiger Woods six shots off the lead. He had opened up round three, four shots off the lead. Tiger today in round three is even through the first six holes. He is at five under par overall, but again now six shots behind Dustin Johnson, who has sole possession of the lead at 11 under par overall. In the NFL, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have just placed their primary kickoff and punt returner, Jaden Mickens, on the COVID list. They announced Ooh. that starting guard Ali Marpet will also not play tomorrow at Carolina due to a concussion. He will miss his second straight game because he's in concussion protocol. The Pittsburgh Steelers this morning activated Ben Roethlisberger from the COVID list, so he will play tomorrow for the 8-0 Steelers against the Cincinnati Bengals. Ian Rappaport reporting that the Vikings released guard Pat Elfline. 
In college football, the Heisman Trophy Trust announced today that this year's Heisman is going to be presented on Tuesday, January 5th of 2021, and all Heisman finalists will appear remotely. On the top 25 college football scoreboard, Virginia Tech has taken a 7-0 lead over ninth-ranked Miami, 421 and counting left to play in the first quarter. 10th-ranked Indiana, scoreless at Michigan State, 10 minutes in. 16th-ranked Marshall is leading Middle Tennessee, 7-0, 7-18 left to play in the first. And number 22, Liberty, a 7-0 lead over Western Carolina with 3.5 left to play in the first. Finally, one college basketball note with the college basketball season supposed to tip off 11 days from now. Iona head coach Rick Pitino, formerly, of course, the head coach at Kentucky and Louisville, tweeting today, quote, save the season, move the start back, play league schedule, and have May madness. Spiking in protocols make it impossible to play right now, unquote. Again, that tweeted this morning from none other than Rick Pitino. Jason, back to you. Wow, Rick, we're going to have to revisit that, Isaac. Rick Pitino basically saying don't play the season? May madness, he says. Holy cow. All right, thank you, Isaac. Back here on Fox Sports Radio. It's me, Jason McIntyre, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com, call 1-800-947-AUTO. Only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. All right, our next guest, we've never had him on the show. He's a uh, He's almost scouted with the 76ers for two decades. His name is Mike Vandegaard. Uh, talking about NBA draft prospects. He has a website, coachtube.com, you know, a virtual clinic platform uh, to help out the prospects during, you know, obviously COVID, which has been a nightmare. Uh, Mike, how are you, man? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on today. Yeah, thanks for uh, taking the time here. This has been a very long draft process. I think the longest process ever, given the draft has been pushed back some five months. Um how tough is it for teams to get a good vibe on players when they can't meet them in person? I mean, meeting over Zoom is one thing, but you can fake the funk on Zoom, can't you, Mike? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You can put your best face forward, you know, on something like that, and you can be really coached behind the scenes how to, how to you know, impress teams on a video-type chat. Um, I think that's a big process that's here, but – Every team is in the same situation, so every team should have the same information. They got a chance to see these guys live during the season, um, and now they've had to do all the background checks and all the, you know, meetings and all the scouting from behind the scenes through videos and 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 watching video along the way. So at least everybody's in the same boat, which I think is fair. Yeah, is this one of those drafts, Mike? Where you know, and you've scouted for a long time, where given that college basketball shut down early. You know, if you weren't on the ground, you know, following these guys back in November, December, January, February, you're really behind the eight ball because, you know, watching on YouTube or uh, over Zoom, like, it just is not the exact same feel for scouting and watching the players, how they interact with teammates in the huddle and on the sideline. So how, how is, how, how do you think scouts are handling this, this draft? You know, hopefully you got on some of the prospects you like early and saw them live early. You know, most of the season was completed. I mean, we got all the way to most, you know, conference tournaments. So you should have seen these guys, you know, one, two, three times, especially your top prospects. But I look back at a guy like Ja Morant. You know, Ja Morant, his mm. freshman year, wasn't 
wasn't a first round guy and wasn't a major prospect and hardly anybody saw him live. And then everybody caught up to how talented he was and started scouting him, you know, his, his sophomore year and, and a lot of GMs and a lot of, you know, higher up people in NBA teams weren't able to see him till conference tournament time. So you got to get on these prospects early. You got to find out the talent of these guys and, and hopefully they've had a chance to see him. Uh, Mike, is there a prospect in this draft that you think has a John ja Morant feel? Maybe somebody who's who was under the radar for a while, not a high major guy, who has kind of popped and could have a, a massive impact on the draft? Yeah, I think I think he's you know high on the draft boards now. Obi Toppin from Dayton, hmm. you know he's a six nine sophomore. Um, you know wasn't highly recruited out of high school. He falls into the Damian Lillard, John ja Morant, you know type player where he just blossomed once he got to college. He had a great year this last year, you know, averaged 23 points a game, shot the three wheel real well, and he's an elite athlete. So he's come from, you know, nowhere to being a top prospect in a matter of one year, which is, which is pretty amazing. And, and I think you'll see him get drafted probably in the top five or six players, and somebody's going to have a heck of a player on their hands. Now, it's interesting you bring up Obi Toppin. So he popped late. Now, I think he's 22 years old, and Damian Lillard yeah. is – you know, the gold standard for an for older guys who emerge as NBA stars. But in the last, I don't know, 10, 15 years, there's also been a ton of 22-year-old guys who go in the lottery and are kind of underwhelming. you got like a Frank Kaminsky, for example. And I don't know, like, you know, I know that we love upside in the NBA draft more than anything, but I, does it matter as a team whether you want to bring in an 18-year-old, 19-year-old and coach him up and we don't need him to deliver now – versus a 22-year-old like Obi Toppin who might help a team like the Lakers who are already a contender, a 22-year-old, less of a learning curve. Yeah, I agree with you there. Um, You know, teams just have to decide what they're after. You know, most of the time when you're in the top 10 picks, you're kind of star hunting. Yeah. Um, Those teams aren't very good, so you're swinging for the highest upside guy you can find. Um, There's actually very few Obi Toppins at his age that kind of emerge you know, out of nowhere, and he still has some star, you know, qualities to him. He still has some upside. You know, he really blossomed in the last year, so you would think he's got another year or two to to continue to improve. But most of these guys that you're drafting at, you know, 19 years old, you know, they have a lot more upside. And and you can understand if their game isn't fully developed yet. Where Obi Toppin at 22 years age, 22 years old, you want to see more of a developed game. And I think Obi Toppin has a much more developed game than almost all these top prospects. But that's, that's the uh, way you're looking at these guys. You'll, you'll take some flaws in a 19-year-old thinking in two or three or four years, you'll be able to correct some of those things and improve those things. Where Obi Toppin, a guy who's 22 or 23, some of these international guys, you know, they need to be ready to play and they need to have that development already, already finished. We're talking with Mike Vandegaard, former NBA draft scout, um, and he's got a uh, website, coachtube.com. Let me ask you about the website, Mike. What type of player usually reaches out? Like a LaMelo ball. This guy's got like, what, 3 million Instagram followers. We know he thinks he's hot stuff, and he's probably not doing what he should do, you know, which is talk to a guy like you who's going to help him through the process. But what type of player is reaching out to you to get help through the draft process? Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's a website where, you know, kids can get on there and learn from the best. Um, it, it actually has all sports, not just basketball, um, but we have videos from 
NBA coaches, Division One coaches, you know, Tom Izzo, you know, Billy Donovan. I mean, it goes all down the line, and it's just a way to, to see what those guys, you know, think about the game and how they view the game and how they can, you know, help your game move forward. It's, it's for top prospects in the draft all the way down to, you know, high school kids um, just trying to learn the game. So it's, it's really neat. And, and like I said, it's got all the sports on there, uh, baseball, football, wrestling, you know, everything along the line. So it's, it's a neat experience for, for users, especially at this time in COVID yeah. where you're, you're not getting some of that instruction you want. Yeah. I, I coach my young kids in sports and um, I gotta be, I mean, Mike, we've never seen anything like this. And there's a lot of kids right now who are going to fall behind if they're not out there doing practice. Like out here in California, Mike, everything's shut. There's no leagues. Like there's, you yeah. can't do anything. And, and that's yeah. why a website like yours is so vital now to keep up the skills before they – I don't think they're going to atrophy in a year if you're like a fourth grader. But um, I think it's important to keep the kids out there doing work, right? Yeah, it really is. It really is. I actually reside in Texas. My son had his first high school varsity game last night and they're actually full force here in texas so everybody around the country is doing different things and hopefully we can get through this quickly and and everybody can get back to playing sports because obviously we all love love that aspect of the world we live in yeah all right mike vandegaard again check out the site coachtube.com uh mike thanks a lot for the time this morning and uh, enjoy the draft and good luck jason have a great day thank you all right as mike vandegaard listen he's he's spot on man texas they're playing basketball are you serious? California, we got nothing. I was ready to pull my kids. I don't want to go on a rant here. I was ready to pull my kids out of soccer. You know, we uh, we obviously play soccer. My kid was on a travel team last year. And it's like, you know, if you paid for the travel team this year, you went to one tournament. You get nothing. Nicely done, I would say. And like, you can't really do sports now. And what, you're just going to stop playing? You're not going to have the skills? Other people are going to have the skills and get a huge edge up. And again, I'm not saying my kid's going to be a pro or even a high school or college, nothing like that. But it's not a bad thing to put on the resume that you played on the high school tennis team and you were on the chess team. Nod to Gavin for his uh, Netflix thing, which I just texted the wife about. We will be watching Queen's Gambit starting tonight. Um, Again, sports are important, man. Teamwork. Being around your friends. This stuff matters huge, huge. Can't underestimate it. All right. Come back. Uh, we'll wrap up the show after this. Back here on Fox Sports Radio. Jason McIntyre. Great show. Wrapping it up. You ready? You ready? Here's the Geico play of the day. Here's the snap and the ball tipped high. And Penix hands it up to Stevie Scott. And he pounds his way toward the end zone and got it in. Touchdown. Stevie Scott with a great hard nose run on that play. And the Hoosiers are able to put the first points of the game on the board. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. Fortunately, Geico makes it easy to bundle your home and car insurance. It's a good thing, too, because having a home is hard work. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, see how much you could save. Geico.com, easy. That's Don Fisher of Learfield IMG College, Indiana. By the way, they just added a touchdown to go up 14-0. That second touchdown, I don't know if you guys saw it. It was like that Marcus Peters garbage interception against the Colts. Like, he has it at the top point for a second, and he's bringing it down, and he loses it, and it's still a touchdown? Like, give me a break. By the way, Penn State and James Franklin getting their doors blown off by Nebraska, up now 17-3. Iowa Sam just a bit outside on that one. Yeah, I 
Honestly, I don't know what's going on with Penn State. I mean, I know they they lost one of their running backs for the season Journey started. Journey Brown, but, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, due to heart condition, but uh, yeah, Penn State is just not looking good. Yeah, not at all. Um, any any uh, what, what non sports stuff you got on your mind, Gavin? Anything you want to get off your chest? No, I, I think uh, I think it's been a good week, good positive week. Uh, you know, seems like people have calmed down a little bit. And good Netflix show. I, I recommended Queen's yes. Gambit. Um. Yeah. Going going to our old college day. That is how we're spending the day. Gonna gonna spend uh, some time down in Fullerton and and enjoy. Cal you know, State a nice, Fullerton. Yes. Huh? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, uh, are they I in session good. there or no? Uh, they are in session, but it's it's not on campus. I believe it's all virtual right now. Mm, interesting. So, yeah. but they have a great arboretum there. So you got to take advantage of, of where people are. What not. A, that's like a seventeen dollar word. I don't even know. I mean, I it's, know what an arboretum is. Yeah. But- I, it's free. I, I think I'll just pretend like I <laughs> go see cool plants and flowers. Of plants and flowers. There you go. Yeah, would you major in botany, Iowa Sam? <laughs> I did study some environmental science in well, college. Quick note: um, Wake Forest, North Carolina. I don't know what's going on. Are they just playing with ten guys on defense? Because uh, it's like a touchdown every thirty seconds. It's twenty-one seventeen, and we five seconds into the second quarter. It's like a joke. Um, defense obviously optional in college football today. Um, yeah, I wish I had some good non-sports stuff to report. Other than, it's a little disappointing that the holidays are coming, and out here in LA, there's a place in the South Bay called Candy Cane Lane. This block uh, in a town called El Segundo, it's like a, a cul-de-sac, and every house goes all out to load up on Christmas lights, Santa decorations. It's like everybody, hardcore lights, great setting. You get out of your car, you park, you walk around, you take pictures. Great for the gram. They have canceled Candy Cane Lane. It's outside. And they no, canceled it. God, like, please, no. No. I, I mean, like, what are no. we doing? Why can't we just say, hey, wear a mask, go outside, walk around, kind of stay away from people, and enjoy the holiday? Like, what are we? I'm, also, what makes it worse is I, when really our good. own governor is not hey, abiding by his own rules. Don't get me started on Newsom. I know. I'm just saying, this like, guy. this thing came out. He just went to a birthday party this weekend with a bunch of people and no masks. So, anyway, <laughs> it's ridiculous. This guy Newsom, man. It's disappointing. And I am for masks. I I, I am. You guys know it. I, I was wearing a mask, going to the grocery store. I was gloved up. I, I get nerdy with it. I'd rather not get sick. But, again, he's the same guy who wanted to close the beaches in, like, June. <laughs> Like, it's safe to be outside at the beach distance wearing a mask. You know how much wind there is at the beach? I mean, I'm not a meteorologist, but there's a lot of wind. Oh, getting upset. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, so up next, Hartman and LeVar Arrington. I wonder no, how— No, no, no. Oh. Jeff Schwartz, your oh, co-host. Oh, my guy, Jeff your Schwartz. Your guy. Yeah. Nice. Jeff Schwartz uh, going to join—I guess LeVar Arrington's— uh, You guys have a new digital show. Yeah, we do. Why don't it. you tell the audience about it? Yeah, Fox Sports, uh, me and Jeff Schwartz do Talk the Line— uh, a lot of fun. We chop it up on Sundays. My Sunday morning routine is out now. I can't ride my bike on the Strand and get some exercise. It's like right to the studio. I actually got to get another COVID test. Listen, this is, yeah, I got to get the COVID test now. Um, and Jeff and I basically break down every single game from a gambling perspective. If you didn't know, gambling, kind of a big deal. Yeah, Jeff Schwartz is out in Carolina, so he's probably glued to this North Carolina game. He's an Oregon grad, so you guys could talk some Pac-12 stuff. Justin Herbert. Yeah, everybody have a great, safe weekend. Thank you, Iowa. Sam, Gavin, Isaac, the whole shebangabang. I'm out. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. 
like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Kevin Hart here. This basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back on everything. Even the sound system that auto-tunes the game. Curry from way downtown. Defense. Will the owner of a red sedan please visit guest services? Bet you've never heard cash back and sound like that. Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. An October morning in a quiet suburb in a town in Scotland. A man is walking his dog when suddenly shots are fired from a car. The man falls to the ground and the car speeds off. An ordinary residential area, but extraordinary things happen in ordinary places. The instinct right away was it was a political thing. We're talking about Russian trained, high-ranking officer in the Secret Service. An Assassin Comes to Town, a six-part podcast. Available now, wherever you get your podcasts. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.